tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Nobody is gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Seven minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we're live. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. RickandBubba.com is our website. That's where you can go for all the information about the show. you got information about stories that we talk about and show notes. Maybe it's guests, all the social links for all the staff members and the shows on homepage. Uh, also, uh, we got upcoming events. Uh, that's... Uh, something that you want to stay uh, you know, on top of because uh, it'll be uh, a number of things uh, through uh, staff remotes, speaking engagements where Rick will be. All is there at uh, uh, upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. Also, in contest, you want to go there now because Fix Mama's Mouth is there. Uh, you've got till April 28th to get all that in. Uh, very easy to follow. Uh, the instructions are there. Just go to rickandbubba.com, click on contest, and enter your mama in this year's Fix Mama's Mouth with Dr. Dudney. All right, uh, let's get everybody in here. we got one Eddie Van Adler. He's rolling. He has got TV live in HD. And to my right, uh, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all hey, good? Hey, 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 hey. Look at me. How are y'all? Pretty, <laughs> Pretty good. good. Fired up? Yeah. Ready to go? I had a little weird headache going on. Oh, really? I don't know what's a weird headache. headache. Oh, a weird one. Yeah. I don't want that. Never have this at no. 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I mean, I it's not like a bad deal. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, I'm, like you know, you feel swimmy a little bit? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if swimmy was the word. <laughs> swimmy. <laughs> I, um, I had something yesterday. It, it's not because of, of our hours when we're, like, here. And yeah. I know we all have, like, you know, different running around town and stuff. But it's been a while since I was like out on the interstate during rush hour traffic around dinner time. Yeah. And I know rush hour has shifted a little bit. It used to be only at five. Now it starts around four because everybody's trying to get ahead of it. And, you know, and last to about six, six thirty. Sure. And I was off in it yesterday uh, and had to come into the downtown uh, metro area. And, and I just looked around and I went, so this is some people's day. This is just what y'all do. I mean, they have to look forward to that every day. Every day. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how in the world yeah. you do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, and, they do and it I, with the Rick and Bubba podcast. That's what they do. It with. Well, I, yeah, I guess so. You got to keep your sanity yeah. somehow because there's, the people just cannot drive. I mean, huh. they cannot drive. I, I, I guess it's I just, do think it's our like, standards for being on the road need to be up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I and, think and, even the age requirement needs to go up a little bit. Right. Yeah. I think you got distracted driving. You got phones. You got all these other, uh, you know, elements that, that are kind of in play yeah. here that, that add to the bad dri- driving. Um, people probably aren't as bad as they seem because they're distracted, which is scary. Yeah. If you ever look left and right when you're on the interstate. Sure. Wow, so that's who I'm with. Uh, and Greg, you've forever changed my two lane experience. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, appreciate that. I come just barreling at you. Yeah, thanks. just a few feet between you. You heard Greg's you commentary think on about that. It. It's like two <laughs> missiles flying at each other. You just 
<laughs> you're just yeah. trusting that that person. Hopes, I hope nobody you know looks down. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Speaking of that, that's forever changed my two ladies. Reader boards. <laughs> Do we have some writer for the state now? Here's uh-huh. one for our state. Yeah, you know, on the reader yeah. boards, they try to be cute. Here's one. Yellow cones, no, no. Orange cones, no phones. That's what I saw today. That's on the <laughs> They're always putting rhymes yeah. up there. And you love that. Orange cones, no phones. I'll tell you, I would love to get a hold of that reader board one day. No. Just, for, oh, just for a couple hours. Are you hours. kidding me? Huh? Well, it'd be the talk of the nation, I can tell you that. Yeah. The nation? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to believe what we saw headed south on 65. Yep. You ain't going to believe it. <laughs> you will not believe it. But oh, no, I just thought man. about that. I was like, you know, everybody's got, you know, their own thing. And I'm sure there's people stuck out here like me that normally aren't in it. But, you know, we're blessed enough to kind of come and go on the, you know, our main travel outside of rush hour. We kind of. Did you happen to see any orange cones? <laughs> I did not. Well, no phones. <laughs> And learn that. You know what's funny though? I've actually heard people talk about, and, and this is not me, okay? I'm not this person at all. But I have heard people talk about they actually like the hour, hour 15 drive in traffic mm-hmm. because it lets them kind of decompress from the day, kind of collect people. their thoughts. But I've heard this from mm-hmm. uh, from several people out mm-hmm. there. Love, hey, it gives me a time to wind down before I they go like into my being stuck in traffic. Before I go into my crazy family, yeah, I don't have got a lot of people. I mean, seriously, got a lot of people at home that want something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the minute I get in, everybody gonna start wanting me to do something. <laughs> but I'm telling you, people so deal with that and they they enjoy that. I, I I can't stand being in traffic for more than two minutes. No, I can't either. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care driving. what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, what I'm, I mean, mm. if I'm having the best time in the car, right. I do, I don't want to be in, Amen. I don't want to be in that situation, Amen. but there are people that enjoy it. Well, I don't know them. I've never met them. I, I don't mind driving, but I want to be moving. I don't want to be sitting still yeah, or just inching along. <laughs> then I see a orange cone. I put up my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. I, that came up with that rhyme. It stopped yeah. me. Thank goodness. Cause I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, no, hadn't uh, thought of it. Nah. Today, today, National Weed Day. And weed? That is that is like, a marijuana reference, really. For most of those people who partake in that every day, it's National. <laughs> oh, weed it is four twenty, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. four twenty. People be smoking it up. Mm-hmm. You get hey. your four twenty. See now, some people think it's Weed Day every day, and at four twenty they smoke one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think, PM. Well, you know, it's four twenty because you can't get them up in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> so in the afternoon at, at no. four twenty p.m. They've been up a couple hours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So April twenty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That makes sense. That just kind of jumped thought, out at me here. Look at I that. thought at first this was a hey y'all go out and pick the weeds in your yard day mm-hmm. when you first said it, which is probably not a bad thing for right, me to do. Yeah. When I get home. Probably yeah, need to start doing that bad. versus the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be productive. Yeah. Let's get that. By the way, I had to get a new sprayer for my weeds. You, you, huh? you said something the other day about your sprayer wasn't working right yeah. or something. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't know if you jinxed mine when Uh-oh. you said that. Sorry about that. Because I got to talking about how I like mine. Mm-hmm. I backpack. I got the backpack sprayer and that yeah. thing's phenomenal. Uh-huh. And, and now it's broke. Oh, What's wrong so with it? I, Brag I have much. I have worked on it till I got so frustrated with it Mine's yesterday. I just threw it in the trash. Right, can. So nothing will come out. And that reminds me, it's trash day, and I didn't take the trash to the road. Oh no! God, that's not Golly. a good story. Mm. Oh, good news is they'll be back Friday. What's wrong with your sprayer? I don't know. Hey, what, what, nothing will come out when I would when I would push down on it mm-hmm. instead of it releasing that air and coming back. So you could press down on it mm-hmm. again, it would just fly back. It was weird. Fly back. Fly back. Like there was. I, I don't know. 
<laughs> and, and like spring it scare you at first? Huh? Well, that was just frustrating because <laughs> I mean, I wasted a lot of stuff I had right. in there because right. I'd already filled it up and sure. thought I had something. And, <laughs> but it, when you when you push down on the lever instead of it just releasing so that it gets the pressure for mm-hmm. it to squeeze out, it was just firing back. I mean, I, I don't, I don't hmm. know how to say it other than that. Oh, you got a problem. There, and right? I took all, I took some pieces apart and tried to know what I was doing. I just thought, well, this looks like something I can tinker with and sure. maybe fix it. Yeah. Maybe this is it. <laughs> maybe this is the problem. <laughs> and I could, ne- I, I, I didn't know what I was looking. I just got mad and threw it in the garbage. Went and got another one. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You spent yeah. some. I, sp- I wasted forty five minutes of my time. Yeah. Trying to fix some stupid sprayer. Now I will say this: I've had that thing for. Goodness, it's been a good one, like yeah. eight years. Okay, and I spray a lot, so mm-hmm. I have got my money's worth from that thing. Yeah, so didn't go, didn't go back to the backpack sprayer. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to regret that one. Yeah, um, but anyway, I, I had a very frustrating moment, uh, really, over the last few days, and had to do with my blower. And and I started laughing when I got frustrated because it wouldn't crank. And I thought of Greg, and that one time where. Something was happening with your lawnmower, and Lisa from the inside could see you stomping it, stomping it, and going nuts. Because there's nothing more frustrating Pancaked than something it. won't crank. That is. Raise I your hand. It. it it drive. Does it not drive you it crazy? It makes me so mad. Pressure washer. I get so mad at it sometimes. Well, apparently, I don't know how, but the the blower obviously got flooded or something, and it just wouldn't crank. And um and and so I I, I went through the process a couple times, and then you let it sit so you can calm down. All right, I'm gonna let it sit for a little bit because it because I'm just sitting here pulling on it and nothing's happening. Yeah, and that went on for days, and then so finally, uh, day before yesterday, it finally cranked. But I mean, literally, it was days. And of course, when it when it cranked, you know, you got the the white smokes everywhere. Sure. And it's like almost like, hey, if I could talk, you've been killing me yeah. over. You know, oh, yeah. obviously operator error, and I was probably impatient when I should have. <laughs> taking my time and, and mm. pulled it correctly like mm. I, I needed to. But I got so frustrated to the point where I just stepped away for a couple of days. That's I would try it, and I would get so days. mad. Yeah, like I would pull it's on it. For days. I would pull on it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to – I need to blow around the house. Did you think for some reason it was just going to crank? Yeah, I thought, well, if I yeah. let it sit, I'll come back, and not only will I be – I won't be frustrated, but it'll it'll have set, and it'll be ready to crank. And yeah. then sure enough, it was the same result. And I'm like, well, that – that gummit. So I took. I ended up taking the filter off and cleaning it out and doing stuff I probably should have done. Yeah. And then of course it cranked. But I got so frustrated, and I live in a neighborhood now where I know people are probably just sitting there looking at you. Oh yeah. You know, and and I wanted to kick it and throw it. And, You're over and just a yanking. Yes. And and for some reason I don't know why the dogs start barking when I try to blow the 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 you know it's just the blower. So I don't, don't know care why. Anything else. Well. By the way, and so that, they're barking at it, and I'm telling them to hush, and it won't crank. Every time I get on the back porch <laughs> with a blower, and there was a ton of pollen out there yeah. the other day, so I was getting all that off, and it, it the dog will stick his nose into the mm-hmm. door window and just just go nuts. Yeah, I open the door and lift the dog up with a blower, <laughs> just blew it, blew yeah. it right across the room. Yeah, yeah. kids got mad. Full of that. Yeah, yeah. Leo, the one of the two that's not quite right, uh, he likes tries to bite the air. And so I'll blow it, and it'll fill his mouth up like he's got his head out the window. Yeah. You know, and he's just trying to bite it. He's loving it. Bless his heart. You ever try it? No. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. All right, 23 minutes past the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us right after the top of the hour. A couple of things that you want to make sure that you are doing. If you have got a mama that needs a new grill, I'm talking about tea. Uh, then you need to go check it out at rickandbubba.com. Click on contest because we've got Fix Mama's Mouth again this year. It's an annual uh, contest that we do with Dr. Dudney. And, uh, and the, um, you know, the contest is about $15,000 worth of work. <clears throat> Bring it. Uh, and, yep. and that's happening right yeah. now. Uh, you're going to have uh, the makeover including 10 upper veneers, lower bleaching, uh, cleaning, and x-rays, a value worth $15,000. And, Go there, check out how to register. You got till the twenty eighth to get that in, and then uh, it'll be broken down to three, three, and then they'll have a week uh, of voting uh, at rickandbubba.com, and then we'll announce the winner the Monday after Mother's Day coming up. I think it's May tenth uh, is the day. So that's uh, a contest at rickandbubba.com. Will a meet could spin. Greg's been asking me. You know, ever since I got here, is it today? Sure. And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. He just wants Exciting. to bang on them drums. Uh, but <laughs> Will and Meek could spin today, so be checking that out. Too. <laughs> I know everybody's done with me talking about Port St. Joe. Oh, my God. Where'd you go? Did you go to Port St. Joe? Windmark Beach and Apalachicola and all these hidden hidden treasures. Yeah. yeah, all these hidden treasures. And um, people are sick of me talking about sure. it. And so, But I, but I did want to say this, uh, and, and I won't say anything else today. Something I noticed on the way down there that caught me off guard. I had to look it up. Turns out I even had an email about this. Mm-hmm. The Staten Island ferries are currently docked in Port St. Joe. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm talking about Staten Island, New York. And so the, the I, I think the, there's a Panama City company that built them. And, hmm. uh, and they're in a shipyard. And so when you're going in that area, they're right out there in the bay, the Staten Island ferries. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, could we not find anywhere between here and the, in Staten Island, you had to come all the way to Port St. Joe. You want it done right? I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I guess you do. <laughs> but so that was part of your week. You well, here, said you here's out there and there they were. Well, here's how dumb I am. Okay. <laughs> took a wrong turn. Here's how dumb I am. <laughs> When I first when I first see them, I I see Staten Island ferries, and I told Amanda, I said, "Why do they have ferries here?" Oh my goodness! I mean, are they now taking people to Cape (laughs) San Blas? Like, are you get on it and go over there? Like, I was trying to figure out: is this something new they're doing here? Is this is this Port St. Joe's ferries, and they're just calling Mm -hmm. them Staten Island ferries? And so I couldn't let it go, and 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 I couldn't seem to get anybody else to care in the car. Hey, Dad. There's two big orange boats out there. We don't know what they're for. Leave it alone. That's kind of finally what everybody said. Because I wanted to know more about the ferries. But it turns out they're, I guess they were built right there in Panama City. Now they're in the shipyard in uh, Port St. Joe, and they're getting ready to go to Staten Island. Uh, I guess I think you can find somewhere closer to. Build. Well, that yeah. was my that was my ultimate point. But to Speedy's point, I guess you want it done right. You, you go to the hidden right? treasure of St. Yeah. Port Joe. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, uh, with, you know, with, with the shipyard in Pascagoula at Engel Shipbuilding, uh, you know, it's, you know, you get stuff pulled in there all the time yeah. uh, that, that needs repair and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I guess yeah, that's just kind of, these look brand spanking new. Oh yeah. Now, huh? 
But I'll give it to you. I, that's not something you look up and no. expect to see. I'll, I'll give at you one that. point, guys, I had this is something poor Saint. Oh, look at there, poor Saint Joe's got a ferry you can take to Cape San Blas. That's what in my mind I had that. <laughs> I had I had mapped that out <laughs> <laughs> for just a minute. <laughs> then I realized, Hems, that's ridiculous. Like yeah. it's a short drive around. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You can pull your car right up on there, and they'll take you out to Cape San. No, that's not how it works. Mm. I've never been on a ferry. I love how you just looked around after you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know if I have or not. I don't think I have. Well, you drive your car. I think I have been on a, a ferry, but I didn't I? drive my car on it. Does that make sense? No. Mm. Where was I? Oh my no, gosh, I can't yeah. remember. I've been on a ferry somewhere. in Chicago, and I think one in New York, but I didn't. It wasn't one that I like drove my car on. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, I've never done that. I just jumped I, on I, it. To your point, I felt like I was. Where, where was I? I thought I was on something that I was it. You drove. Was it? It wasn't Memphis. No. I don't know what I've never used a car. No, speed, that was a party a boat. Ferry. That wasn't a, wasn't a ferry. Um, <laughs> Get your little casino boat. Yeah, you know, hey. you, you know, it wasn't a casino boat. It was just a. It was just a a party boat that it was like a reception or whatever. Do you know? I actually had to lug speakers on that and DJ back in the day. Oh my goodness! And uh, I was I was the entertainment for uh, it was some type of. It, a reception of some kind i don't know so you had like a little bit of food and stuff and entertainment yeah. you were the wet bar and here I, there i am over there just jamming uh-huh Thought just going show. down going on down the river there it was <laughs> i found <laughs> Getting my, those speakers on and off were good that was easy oh i bet i found myself <laughs> good on load one. in load out yeah that's what you're getting paid for <laughs> that's it yeah <clears throat> I found myself on one of those casino boats one time, and wow, that's something else. That's a sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really happening. Wow. So this really does go on right here in the middle of the water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. But yeah, I, floating I, fun, though. I did. I was like, wow. How much money did you lose? Oh, I don't know. Enough to be enough to never go back. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to, I experienced that. I ain't doing that again. Let's mark this off the list. Yeah. I think I've been in three casinos in my entire life and never fared well. No, no never I, walked out there thinking, "Hey, I got this whoop." Never. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Let's go. You guys act like it's... Pick it up a little bit. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is 25 minutes until top of the hour, and you've got the kickoff hour here on The Rick and Bubba Show, uh, and we're live, and we thank you for being part of it. Good time, gang, is uh, in studio. I am Speedy alongside Eddie Van Adler, Greg Burgess, Michael Helms. Rick and Bubba <laughs> join us right after top of the hour. All right, so... um. <laughs> I've uh, jam and, and yeah, I just got DJ. I don't know if y'all know it. <laughs> well, I'm on back on the party boat. Yeah, here he comes. He, all he think about is got to load back off. If you're floating down the river, somebody say hey. Sorry. Nowadays, <clears throat> with the technology, you don't oh, have no. near the equipment Nothing. you used to have to do. Nothing. With it. I used to have crates of CDs. Uh, crates CDs, of CDs. Yeah. Good well, night. I about broke my back getting. Now you there. just come up with a little laptop, and some speakers, <laughs> and away you go. There you go. And any song anybody wants. Any. Gosh, I'm mighty. Didn't you hate when you got requests back in the day? You didn't have right. it. <laughs> oh, that. I'm sorry, I don't have rump sugar. Sorry. I love too when, um, and I understand that you know you're being paid to to you know you're there for the event, mm-hmm. so you want everybody to be happy. But I love when 
when everybody that's dancing and having a good time, when they become the DJ. Oh, Now, yeah. you need they, to play this. Yeah, I yeah. want you to play that. It's yes. like, okay, are you – do you want to switch spots? Yeah, I'm the one getting paid. Right, right. I think I got I got a plan. I understand. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm gonna take requests, but every t- it's it's just constant. And how Especially about the person if- that keeps had a little bit too much to drink hey, and they, hey. they just and you're not gonna play their song because <laughs> the song is awful and they keep coming back and requesting it. Or or it's a song you've already played. And yeah, they, and they won't hear it again and again. I'm thinking you're not the only person in here. Nobody else wants to. hear Have it. you ever used this one and you know had to ask for forgiveness, but. Oh, did I played it? Where, did yeah, you, yeah. Then you hear it. Yeah. I just played it, and then, and then they go, "Oh, I must have gone to the bathroom or what? something." Oh, that you missed it. I want to do Larry Slide, and I believe that. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> got other requests ahead of you now. All right, I got a little something here. I want to see if y'all know what this Uh-oh. is. What do y'all think about this? Tell me what this is. <clears throat> Eating someone else's New York strip. It's not a big deal. She said it's not a big deal. If I could afford my own. <laughs> if I could afford my own. <laughs> It's not a big deal. I heard that. I heard New York Strip. Mm-hmm. Can I afford my own? He's <laughs> talking about a steak. Oh. Okay. Well, he said New York that, Strip. That's, that's he said I can't afford my own. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, that's I good. High eyebrows. Go ahead. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did they get high? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be a steak. <laughs> he raised his brows for effect. Yeah. yeah. Hey, gotta, hey, everybody's got that. You gotta have that move in your hey, repertoire. Hey, yeah. I think yeah. I heard steak. <laughs> um, no, okay. Our New York strip. Somebody far. wants a steak, but they can't afford it. That's, <laughs> that, no, that's what I got yeah. out of that. All right. Um, we had some, um, a restaurant worker. For some reason, worker, that's funny. Uh, we <laughs> had a restaurant worker eat the food that someone didn't finish. A server oh. at the restaurant uh, kitchen polished off someone's uh, steak, and, and that was them basically doing it. Going, and hey, and so hey, I've got to ask the question: Have y'all ever finished somebody's food hmm. that you didn't a even? Nah, outside of the family, yes. I don't think I have, G- Greg. I haven't outside the <laughs> that family. You remember. Well, I can't say that. That's, that's Let me say I'm this: outside of our table, probably uh-huh. because okay. there have been there have been <laughs> friends <laughs> of the kids. Uh-huh. They may have a chicken finger laying there or something, right. or fries. But, or, but if you're walking by another table, no, mm-hmm. Greg, no, absolutely not. Would I y'all would y'all be surprised that Greg, it was a, you have not? I think I probably got a fry. Or something. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can send this to. Now I have done that before. Yeah. Uh, d- would y'all be surprised? Um, Just that grab it was, one from. It was, a, it was yeah. a female. He was a female. The, the, the female was the one eating, and and oh. when the, the the guy talking was st- like standing there going, what? you know, like got tickled. <laughs> yeah, and they're standing over. It looks like in the kitchen, standing look. over. Uh, and I was trying to send that to Adler, and I can't do it. Dadgum it. Share via email. There it is. So oh, the copy later. Services are going to throw this out. I'm tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of policy they have on that? <laughs> it's probably not in favor of him doing probably it. Probably not. I would. But think. I mean, they're throwing it out. Yeah, you, but you I maybe mean, hide Greg. it and take it home with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. I, 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 well, I think I thought it was funny. I'll tell you that. I just don't want to eat after anybody. I don't either. But if I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what so, I was, I was going to ask. When I say grab a fry, no one's touched that particular fry. So wait, I don't feel I don't feel like that's a big deal. Right. And we know because we've talked about the family. That, there there it is there. There Some was this steak guy. Is what do you eaten. think, Luck? What do you think? She's tearing it up. Greg. She's tearing that steak up? Right. Yeah, like a dog gnawing on a bone. She is. She's hungry. Yeah. yeah. She is. She is hungry. I, I've got. I, I've so talked the whole about time. This. I Listen, thought that was a guy. By the way, there was the a, whole time. I thought that was a man. There was mm-hmm. a guy that, and I didn't see. Could afford my own. That I used to work with, and mm-hmm. he's he real cheap. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, 
this was uh, the story comes from a time that I w- I wasn't there, so I didn't see it. But they said that they would all work out of town and they would go to like a nightclub, <laughs> and that he would walk in and then he would watch people when they got up, like to go dance, go to the bathroom, and he'd run over and take a drink out of their drink and set it back down, and that's how what? he drank all night, so he didn't have to buy anything. Are you serious? Yeah. Is that made up? No, they swore it. They said he's real cheap. They said it's on a gun. He'd sit there and watch people, and they'd get up here and get him a drink, set it down, and that's how he drank. He didn't have to buy anything. He'd go around and drink out of people's glasses when they weren't looking. <laughs> and you, you ever don't done like that? No, I don't like drinking no. out there, people. I don't even like it when my kids like grab my bottle of water or something. No, I don't either. It, it, it's mine, and it's hard to tell the girls no. <laughs> Stay uh, away from my straw. That, like, too. Perfect example. Last yeah. night, I had a smart like water that. sitting on my bedside table, mm-hmm. and Caroline come Ooh, in. I got a bed. Mm. Caroline come in there, and she said, uh, "Hey, nice can I have man. a sip of that water?" And I told her yes, but the whole time I you was like, God, I can't believe she's in my water. Mm. I know, especially when they're really little and they get yeah. that backwash I, going. I've, oh, even, yeah. I've even thrown that out there. I don't need backwash in it. You got crumbs floating at the bottom? Oh, yeah. I just go, <laughs> you just keep it. You're running it. <laughs> That's good. Just finish it. That's great. You can have it. <laughs> mm. the, the wor- and I'm the only one in the house that feels this way, so everybody tells me to lighten up on the subject. Mm-hmm. But you know, when we were growing up, people, your would kids. Drink, people would drink after each other and they not would. think nothing about it. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, why would we do that? Mm-hmm. Hey man, I'm, let me have a drink of it. I'm really thirsty. Yeah. Here. Yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. It was stupid. It was. <laughs> we survived. We did. We did. It was there probably was no actually better for us. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So there. And then there was that time where. Well, <laughs> Here we go. Well, no, I mean, and <laughs> this this goes back to. So you went you around drinking. You shouldn't drink. go to work if you're around food and serving food. You probably shouldn't go hungry because I'm sure that's, that's miserable. Tough. Yeah. And I when I you know would deliver pizza, I would be hungry. And um, would you get a slice? I would sometimes <laughs> slide it back together. I'm sorry. There you go. I wouldn't touch this other piece. Is that oh, whatever? Yeah. How did you put it together? <laughs> How'd you fix it? <clears throat> Shake it. How did it go? <laughs> Shake it. Like it looked like it kind of came apart. Oh, oh gosh. What am I? You know, I only had seven. It pieces only did it once eight. or twice and I shouldn't have done it. Well, it didn't like that story I saw the other day. And I was 18. So when the ring camera caught the pizza man, did you say that the other day he dropped it and it fell out of the box? He put it back in the box and delivered it. <laughs> Oh my! Yes, the pizza actually came out. And he put it back in there. <laughs> and marine cameras will get you. Yeah, yeah. Ask I, Morgan Whalen, what is his name? Wallen, whatever his name is. The marine uh-huh. cameras will oh, mess you boy, up. Oh boy, hey, let me tell you, they will. Um, but yeah, I I haven't. Um, when it comes to the kids, we've talked about this, or, or your wife will eat what they don't eat. We get, I mean, nah. we do that. Uh, we've even discussed oh, I do it. that all the time. We've in even fact, discussed it. it. That's even plays into what I'm ordering. Exactly. You know? I know I'm going to have no that doubt. too. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I mean, Every we, time. you know, we got we got little birds eating around. I never you know, want to order the same thing they do because no. that, mm-hmm. we can get a variety here. Yeah. I know we're getting a to go yeah. box. Yeah. I know. Oh, it yeah. For sure. Are y'all good at, and this is, I know we're just, just Shooting the bull here. Are I y'all, like that. Though. Are y'all good at eating leftovers yes. in the fridge? Yes. Or do y'all find yourself not sometimes, eating? Well, them? Sometimes I throw them out. Mm-hmm. To be honest, now when the kids were at home, it was different. But when it's us, a lot of times I look and go, "Oh, it's still in there." Wish I'd ate that, but now it's old. Terry declared the other day that we don't eat enough leftovers. That she ends up throwing stuff out. I, we do the same. I'm gonna work on that. I utilize it a good bit at the house. Mm-hmm. Leftovers. Because yeah. because I'm like, well, why are we cooking if we got leftovers? Let's just eat that again. Well, I don't want to eat it again. What about you, you know? have that leftover? Yeah. You keep moving it around the refrigerator, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. really need to get it out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'd come in, we'd have some of those, and I'm like, I really need to get that out. And then I'd come home, and one of Taylor's friends be sitting there eating it, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, oh, okay. wow. you enjoying that? Yeah, 
And see, I guess being in because you know, boys, they'll just reach in there and eat. Yeah. in anybody's refrigerator. Like right, so, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings brought some some wings uh, last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday. <laughs> just keep that in mind, okay? Mm. And then Friday, I got word that JC was coming home and bringing some teammates, and I'm like, hmm. And now that look, we went from they delivered the food I and we ate fine. it and went straight to the refrigerator. You're in a good window okay? where they're still good. And I remember when I was in college, we used to eat things for for like a probably week. probably further than we should have. Five yeah, days is right, kind of my rule. Right. I, I, so I, I made I, I made go the two de- and then I'm done. And I even I think I asked you, Greg. I made the decision. What do you think they're still good? And yeah. of course you. Oh yeah, they're fine. Because uh, you wouldn't have eaten them. No, I wouldn't eat any one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I take them home. I take and they love Asian zing. And no, uh, who doesn't? And uh, and I took it home, put it back. I'm against Asian hate by eating Asian zing. You know, you got that. That's the term now. Did y'all say the commercial rage. I know there was Asian hate right. out there. Some of you really were your hand in your pocket leaning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. Talking Asian hate. Yeah, that's I funny. saw a commercial on it. Right. Yeah. I anyway, I took it thing. home and uh, finally threw it out Sunday with the trash. But uh, it got. Did you go ahead and get weekend. a bite as you dropped it in the trash <laughs> no, can. The boys tore it up and, and nothing ever happened. Have you ever eaten anything out of a trash can? At no, like that you, is gross. No, not like you just walked. Away. I'm talking about like you, like, like you, were you cleaning the table and it's in there. and You go, oh, wait a minute, and get it back out. How do you do it? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not no. talking about just walk up to a trash. <laughs> like can if, eat like if you, like if there was a uh, two pieces of pizza left in a pizza box and you tossed the pizza box in the garbage, and you got it out, yeah. And you thought, man, I didn't mean to throw that away, knowing that it didn't touch anything in the garbage can. It's still in the box. I still, I, my mind said, I can't get past that. Here's another. That's thought. weird. I know. Here's but another I thought on that. What if it's the same scenario, but you didn't throw it in there? It's your house. Okay, you're at mm-hmm. your house. And you look, and you wife or somebody's throwing it in there, and you go, I think that's still good. Mm. Do you put your hands behind your back like that? I do. I look at it like, yes, I, mean, I think that's pretty good. You ever dropped your phone in the toilet? I can't say I have. Uh, no. I have at a restaurant, and you had to go in there and get it. It was quick, too. I was on a golf trip once, and, and a buddy of mine I never dropped his in the commode, so he had to use my phone the rest of the trip. I never talk on the phone while, while uh, doing a one again. Because you know you do the cheek to yeah. shoulder, and that's Bad what happened. News. It slid down. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect shot. Oh right. yeah. Oh, it's kind of like awesome. that. Is it? Is, is it Apple? It's the new Apple Mac mm-hmm. Apple phone commercial yeah. with the ladies walking yeah. and did it. I've done that. I don't know how many times. Of course, I never save it. Mine always cracks. All right. Well, the segment started with a restaurant worker ate a piece of steak that. Someone didn't finish. Yeah, this hour has been weird, but I like it. It has. It has been real weird. We got another segment. I don't even know what we've done. I'm done. I'm not doing this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. What if I told you you could make your business stronger in a major way for free? Small businesses have always shown an incredible ability to adapt, innovate, and survive even more um, You know, during this pandemic. And we have uh, a way that we, we think you can grow your business. Uh, and if you're not using LinkedIn jobs, you need to because you can do so. Uh, for free right now. Get started by posting your job for free and reach uh, LinkedIn's vast and diverse network of 740 million professionals. Uh, so um, 
Take advantage of technology and uh, and where we're going. And LinkedIn.com slash Bubba does it the right way. You can find the right person for your role fast and, as I said, for free. So post, uh, post your job posting for free right now. Go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba and post that job for free as a viewer of this show and a listener of this show. Or you can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. And as I said, it's free, as I love, free uh, at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Well, you know, we had a deal yesterday about an elephant stomping people. Yes. You seen that grizzly that mauled the backcountry guy? Yes. These animal attacks are horrifying. Yeah. You know, let me ask you about this. This bear spray. Because mm-hmm. they said that they think he, – he was by himself. He called for help, but the time they got to him, he was mm-hmm. unconscious and ended up dying. Help me. But they said he had remnants of bear spray. I mean, I've, I've actually seen somewhere, supposedly one of these experts has said that that doesn't work anyway. But yeah. you hear about it all the time and everybody having it, but they say the bear spray is not, not going to help you. Well, and in this case, evidently it didn't. I don't know why, but I always go back to the movie, is it Revenant, uh, where they had the bear attack? Is that what the movie is? Yeah, that is. we went yeah. and you fell yeah. asleep in? Mm-hmm. And whenever I, hear, whenever I hear bear attack, that's what I, it comes that to my mind. That is the standard for bear attack. So attacks. I'm trying to think, it if is. I had bear spray rough. and I'm spraying at that bear, it ain't stopping that bear. Yeah. If anything, it's agitating. Yeah, it's coming right through that yeah. spray. Look, I used to... Mm, we used, when you, I was Adler. a meter reader, that's we, what I think about right there. Gosh, when I was a meter my. reader, we had to spray. You sprayed dogs with, and yeah. some of them dogs didn't care. Now they'd come right after you. It made them mad. Well, here's what I'm thinking: if, if they're run, running and they're charging you, their their momentum's still going to take them on top to, to on to be on top of you, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, then you're like, you know, well, trying to spray. This, but he weighed at least 420 pounds. He was later shot and killed. There was a moose carcass. Mm. Around he was protecting it. Mm. You don't want to walk up on cubs. You don't want to walk up when they got food. No, it gets ugly. Golly. Everybody knows that. Have y'all ever been attacked by anything? Just a dog with nothing major. So you have been attacked. Well, and I bitten? say attacked, bitten. Yeah. You have no. I wouldn't call it. Was attack. it back when like you were working? Take, yeah, they didn't uh-huh. take me. They didn't take me to the ground. I've right. been two or three times been bit. Okay, like just like a little ankle yeah. biter or right yeah. in uh-huh. the back of your leg. Yeah, I got yeah. bit. I got bit on the back of the leg one time. On the dog that kind of duped me. Like, it's almost like the dog was like, I'm good with you. You're fine. And then I turned around and it bit my cat. I had had that happen with a bulldog one time. I thought we were buddies. Yeah. Turns out we were not. Yeah. Now I worked with a guy that got right for the calf. Yeah. The the dog, uh, one of these big, like, pit bull type dogs or Mm. Rottweiler or something. And it got him on the ground and he wrestled back on top of it and. Well, somebody had to go. He yeah. pulled his knife out, and the dog had to go. Well, think about yeah. it. If he didn't have that knife. Yeah. Because he said he had him sorry. pinned down. He's like, I couldn't let him up. Yeah. He said, I took one hand. Anyway, it's a bad story. But mm. I'm just saying you got to fight back. But this uh, this deal here, they went up there, and it, and it uh, they sent a group up there looking, and the bear charged them, and they took him out. How about Dropped the, him uh, like a bad well, habit. I don't what? want to be attacked by any animal, no. period. No. What, what about that? Um, I don't even want a chipmunk to attack me. I don't need I don't want yeah. I don't like no. anything I don't like attacking something biting me. me. No. Don't want it to be attacked. I don't want anything on a full, all-out pursuit of me. Mm-mm. Don't want that. Never. Ever, ever, ever. I was watching on YouTube the other day. <clears throat> a lot of times I'll be up here working. I was having it yeah. in the background. It was, I think it was I'm always intrigued by what you're watching, mm-hmm. by yeah, the way. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. yeah. And it was like uh, Joe Rogan, and mm-hmm. he was interviewing the meat the meat eater, Steve mm-hmm. Ranella. Yeah. And they got to talk about time. They love got, Steve Ranella, by the way. Him and another I want to hang out with Steve Ranella. Oh, and I love that show. It's a great show. I want us to go fishing, 
<laughs> camp out and him cook whatever we've yeah. caught and oh. just yeah, because he'll be eating it an hour after you kill it with him. Yeah. <laughs> but he was telling me that a bear attacked him. They were on this some island. They said, Ooh. first of all, the elk on it are gigantic and the bears are gigantic. And they had killed and they had elk on it. Anyway, the bear came in on them and uh, he made the point. He goes, You know, when people talk about a possum playing possum, mm-hmm. he said, They're not playing. He said, Because I experienced He said, My body just shut down. You know how the possum? He goes. Yeah. The possum is is not playing. He's in so much fear he can't move. He said oh, I experienced okay. it. Wow. He said I, I didn't know what to do. He said I, it took over. He said I couldn't even move because one of his buddies ended up on the bear's back and riding it down the hill. He didn't mean to, but it come in there and got slinging at everybody and they got to hitting it with stuff. And uh, Goodness, one guy and he said he he said I just completely I couldn't move. Wow. But anyway, it was a really good story. I'm leaving a lot of parts out, but they mm-hmm. break it down him and mm-hmm. one of the guys that was with him. And I'm gonna tell you something. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He's a fascinating individual. He is. Yeah. I love it. You know, um, you know the, the I love the, it. I'll yeah, binge it. I, I do too. You know the the chow dogs. You know they can be mean. Yeah, I got bit by oh, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine had Looks two like of a them. Line. A buddy of mine had two of them, and he would let them in the house. And if you were in there, he would say, "Be still." And I remember, well, see, I, don't I, I remember, be I remember dog, laying, I be still. I remember laying on the couch, going, "Just don't move." What to you your be point, still. And he'd be, I could hear. <laughs> It'd be so, sniffing on me, and I'm like, I'm not, I hey, can't buddy, move. Why don't you put it somewhere that I don't have to be still? Yeah. If he's to the point so that, that I can't mad. move in mm-hmm. front of your stupid dog, right? When I'm over here, he needs to be somewhere besides in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, you're good. Just don't move. I, literally, don't I'd move. I'd never go and over there. I thought, there. oh my gosh. Why will you not come spend that with me, Speedy? Because yeah. you got chows. Right. I have to be still yeah, on I the couch. Yeah. Two what if of I them. sneeze they accidentally and they bite me? Golly, big old furry things. Oh, yeah. They'll bite you, too. Oh, yeah. If I could feel them sniff. Sniffing on me, I'm like, oh gosh! You're sick of my little red redhead. Trying not to breathe. Trying not to breathe. (laughs) Scared to death, huh? Yeah, don't need an animal that you got to not move around. And we've all seen that video where back to the bears, where the these guys are on this canoe, whatever, and the current's taking them downstream, and there's bears waiting on them. There's cubs and cubs and like, uh oh, oh my gosh! Here comes mama. It looks like she's walking on water. Remember they shot it, didn't shoot her, but it scared her Mm -hmm. enough that she she turned. She was coming at them. How about that? Hey, when you're trying to... Yeah, they saw them Cubs. They knew they were in trouble. Oh, oh, my goodness. All right, we'll take a break and come back uh, with Rick and Bubba. The main show starts right after top of the hour break, so do not go anywhere. Don't forget, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Oh. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, brand new hour beginning now. Thank you for being with us. This hour starts with the National Anthem. can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red
that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the This is Larry Blackman from Cameo. Ow! And you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Let's go. Eight minutes. Eight minutes past the hour. Much to do uh, as we move forward. And we thank you for being with us on the Rick and Bubba Show today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Andy Van Adler have already given you a Rick and Bubba kickoff hour. Uh, and if you missed that, know that they're here. If you've been listening to that, welcome back for a brand new hour. Uh, if you want to know how you can get all the Rick and Bubba content every day, live or archived, simply go to Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. All the details are there. Will of Meat is back in play. Could happen on today's program. Fix Mama's Mouth is back. Uh, have you entered your mom yet? You can uh, by going to rickandbubba.com under the contest button, and you'll see that uh, somebody's mama, and this has been going on for a long time, uh, is going to win another $15,000, 10 upper veneers, lower bleaching, cleaning, and x-rays, all from Dr. Dudney. uh, But you need to follow the instructions on how to enter mom, and that deadline is approaching, and that deadline is April the 28th. So make a note of that. Across the way, there he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussin! you Rick Burgess friends neighbors associates everywhere come on now time to get moving and shaking because Rick and Bubba is on the air let's get moving somebody say sirens ring out sirens ring and the shots ring out the stranger cries screams out loud somebody say Strapped across my back I held my hands And never knew how to Bob Dylan's boy, the Wallflowers, Sixth Avenue, Sixth Avenue Heartbreak. Unless you're watching on YouTube, then you heard some music. We don't know what it is. Uh, so, Bubba, how are you? I am good, sir. How are you? Well, we we do have a lot to unpack on the program today. A historic moment. I mean, people calling it a Wright Brothers moment. We'll we'll have that uh, video and and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we uh, possibly could do the Will of Meat, as I mentioned, as uh, as we started the hour. That has not happened yet. 
this week. We'll update you on some stories that seem to be ongoing and seem to be in need of update today. Uh, President Trump did a, an interview with Hannity uh, where he seemed to indicate that he would run for president again. That ought to get everybody stirred up. I know some of you think he still is, but uh, the uh, so we'll, we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Um, Rick, does this mean he's not currently it, it, right now I, that he's saying he's going to run? I don't, yeah. You know, the whole thing where Biden wasn't really in the Oval Office, has anybody yeah. let that go yet? Mm. Is anybody still believe in that? Uh, you know, I, I heard that the that there was another big date coming out. What May the third? I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't well, you, you know, they always got to have that right. date out yeah. there. But I, I guess what I'm asking while we wait on these new dates is: is President Trump, Trump still president, and and Biden is in a fake Oval Office? Is that still? <laughs> you know, you you think with all Castle the, Rock Studios? Yeah, right. <laughs> you think right. with all the coverage, eventually that one might get out. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, so, uh, I'm just thinking, we're, Rick. We're even opening up files on UFOs now. Okay, yeah. so uh, I'm just yeah. wondering if you if you were locked and loaded on that, have you let that go yet, or is that <laughs> is that still in play? I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. You have to ask somebody who's <laughs> on that train. Right. Like, I'm sure there's someone that's still. Just well, as... it may, Greg, it may be. I, I don't know. I'll tell you who also is looking pretty strong is uh, the governor of Florida, uh, DeSantis. Yeah, he is, uh, mm-hmm. He's really coming on. Uh, you know, I didn't know a lot about his background. I read up on it a little bit. He's he's a pretty impressive guy. He won a very close election in Florida. It's only like one percentage point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he is—he's uh, really been a leader on, on a lot of issues there, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw their new uh, anti-rioting law that they have. Well, there. we got a story on that, and, today. and uh, I saw a little bit of his speech where he, you know, was very adamant about, you know, the right to protest, mm-hmm. and and they, you know, that's that's critical here in America. But said when you start burning things and breaking windows, it's not a protest no, anymore, no. and they have. Uh, I mean, they've got one of the toughest anti-rioting laws in the country now, and said, "Look, we're we're uh, we're open for business, we're family friendly, and we're going to keep it that way." And uh, it, it was really impressive yesterday. I thought. Well, how dare someone in leadership actually take the time? Now I know we're a society that doesn't listen if somebody wants to actually uh, clarify the difference between things. Uh, how dare someone in leadership actually say, "Here's the difference." Between what is allowed in the Constitution and we celebrate, and uh, and lawlessness, how, yeah, da- how yeah. dare how dare someone actually lead and actually explain that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm sure he'll get a lot of pushback for explaining the difference. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw the judge in the uh, Chauvin case yesterday. You know, Maxine Waters came out with these comments about uh, confrontation, no matter how it I comes know. out. Wow. And and the judge took issue with it, saying, "Look, you you have basically given them grounds for an appeal." So how about old Maxine? Yeah, that that was good. Yeah, if I, you just let the process work out, you you know. And I know I'll get email. You can't say anything, but uh, you know what I've seen. I think the guy's going to be convicted. I just you know, that, well, this is what I've seen, and maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen it all. I admit that, but I, I think you're going to see a conviction on some level here. And now Maxine Waters, with her little speech, you know, the attorney yesterday asked for it to be completely dismissed. And the judge wouldn't do that, but said clearly she's she's, you know, basically muddied the water here that that's going to give you an appeal process. Mm. So well, Babylon B, of course, not missing a beat on this. <laughs> sure, sure. Judge asked jurors to disregard Maxine Waters as she pours gasoline on their heads. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Good yeah. yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that just doesn't doesn't have well it, it you know a lot of wisdom there, there's no. there's wrongs out there yeah but it seems like that some people 
are just not even happy with due process when they're getting what they wanted, they still want to have unrest and everything and go against peace and order, which, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to support that. Well, we've seen it in human. You've been around those kind of people, and we, and we have a whole society full of them now that no matter how many times that you try to appease and say, well, let me give you what you want, is, is that what does that do it? And yeah. you can you come to the conclusion, I just like to have these kind of things. So if you take them away, I decide like it never was taken away. Right. And you go, oh, so you just like to be like this. Yeah. You're looking for any reason to be like well, this. Well, it certainly appears that way. It does. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. We thank you for being with us today. And Bubba, I mean, this, uh, over in your world, this is a this is a biggie. Again, some people calling it a Wright Brothers moment. Uh, I, 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 you would know whether that uh, is uh, exaggeration or not, but um, it's a big one. with the biggie that does this uh are you are you weightless <laughs> now is this also yes i love technology does it work that too science technology but i still technology always and forever Bubba, NASA successfully flies small helicopter on Mars. Yeah, Ingenuity, the drone uh, that is on Mars now, uh, was airborne for less than a minute, but NASA is celebrating what represents the first powered control flight of an aircraft on another world. Uh, con- confirmation came back via satellite. Uh, it was relayed to, from the chopper back to uh, to Earth. The data that it uh, had taken off. It has a little solar panel on it that recharges its battery, Rick. But it has to uh, endure a hundred minus a hundred and thirty degree nights there. So, you know, this stuff has to be built pretty good. But Look there's a it. picture from the rover of it taking off there and it hovering. Right, it's wow. hovering. By the way, I didn't know if this was the right thing to do. They said that Tommy Tuberville said this looks like Lubbock, Texas. Okay. <laughs> 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 we'll to forget that. Uh, uh, now, it, now, while it, it did make its first little test flight there, uh, Ingenuity will be commanded to fly higher and further as engineers seek to test the limits of the technology. Um, it was carried to Mars, of course, in the belly of the uh, rover Perseverance. And it was, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's good. It, it wasn't, you know, a major scientific breakthrough. But I will say this: I'm glad that we're now having record-setting things happen again, even though they're baby steps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's good that we have a space program now that is back to doing first. First this, first yeah. that. Yeah. We're we're pushing the envelope, which is what the space program needs to do. Now, uh, they're calling in, I'm looking right here, they are referring to as a Wright Brothers moment. 
mm-hmm. on Mars. Well, it's it's the first time we've flown something on another planet. Now remember, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Now know? remember, only the real Greg Burgess is not impressed with the Wright brothers' first flight. <laughs> right. yeah. He didn't go very far, very high. He yeah. said he wouldn't. He, he's not all that impressed with. It. Kitty Hawk does not stir Greg. <laughs> well, I guess in, in, I understand the first that glider. It, yeah. Right. Well, it, it you got to start somewhere. I'm you, just you, saying. You, you got to so you you think for how many thousands of years, if not millions of years. Man has looked at birds flying and wondered what it would be like to do that, and the Wright brothers finally finally well, got up really, in there. They, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it flying. <laughs> 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 they, they went over a rise and, and, well, and they, they landed. They started the, they started to move. Yeah, you no, know they they hung like around. A turkey, wasn't it? They, yeah, it really was. Yeah. It was yeah. kind yeah. of a turkey. Yeah, he, he's fly. not a very graceful flyer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know they they hung around long enough to see planes come a long way after that. So so you talking about Wilbur and Orville? Yeah. Now, and, and of course, I'm, this is another example of where I have to go to the people that keep telling me how close a chimpanzee is to me. Right. Um, mm. I, I want, let me tell you what human beings just did. Uh, and it's a big, big jump. Yeah, it is. But, but yeah, it is. So, so human beings just, just flew something all the way to Mars, okay, and landed uh, on Mars successfully, okay, mm-hmm. and didn't tear anything up. Right. And they just fired a, a drone, basically, a, a little helicopter from Earth to Mars and lifted it off the ground to fly. And, Rick, when you think uh, about how far it is, yeah. how far it is, it takes our radio signals 20 minutes to get there. That's how far away that, that is. And, and that's our nearest neighbor. Right. I mean, space is a big place. That's your big boy. That, she's a big one, Rick. Yeah, then. So, uh, hey, there's Adler. Stupid question. Must be time for it the break. Be, it must be bottom of the hour. <laughs> Stupid yeah. question. So that means that this drone has to be 100% autonomous because we can't control it in real time. Right. Correct? Okay. Right. Secondly, so everything we've sent to Mars has only landed. Nothing has ever, I guess nothing has ever come launched back up right, or anything like right. that. Nothing has yeah. ever left the ground once it okay. got there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, How about that? There we go. You ain't buying it. I can tell he's not buying it. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it was in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there'll be people that'll say this is fake, but think Trump's still president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they but what they do? Thing, I'm if not you, saying it's fake, but how would you know if it wasn't? <laughs> here it Just goes. like you have drones now, you can you can program them to do a you know a, a pre-programmed flight, right? And that's all they they can do with this because you, you can't have real time steering of it. So there's no way to there's no way to drive it remotely. Just so you, you have to program it what to do and tell it and then let it go do it. Greg, then, just, then, Greg, then let it tell you, hey, I did it. Greg just said, just go watch Capricorn One, <laughs> <laughs> starring OJ Simpson. Right. Now, now Greg, he is in it. Greg, Greg yeah. I will tell great, you, great, look, I, great movie. But I think this is a real deal. I was, okay. I was, but I'm just saying, <laughs> how would we know if it wasn't? Well, well, we really wouldn't know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's you a, could pull this up. with everything. There's a certain amount of trust factor to these people that say they it's did just it. The things we say, we say, way well, out there, at Mars, but now I will, doing this and doing that. I will tell you this: if you're going to fake anything, this is the easiest one. Oh yeah, I mean you d- define well, it goes d- back define to a rocky area and 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 have a have a, a drone elevate come, to ten feet. Yeah, come yeah. back down. Now that that's it. Mm, but mean, I trust this is it. But I'm saying church pits everywhere. Well, what yeah. I'm saying, if you want, <laughs> if you were going to fake it, why not do a more impressive fake? Yeah, you know? yeah. that's you know me. That's where I always take, go. Yeah, you can't yeah. go too. I, far. I think that's a great. You can't argument. go too. Far. Yeah. If yeah. I'm going to go fake, I'm. I'm buddy, yeah, I put a plane up there and it's doing loops and everything. I'm going to do something more impressive. Yeah, tend to be more skeptical. I know, but. You see both sides. I'm, of, no, I'm saying it's yeah. real, but I'm just saying if it wasn't real, yeah. how would we know? Right. Yeah. It would. There's, well, there's a trust well, factor with everything. There. Uh, yeah. There was. Uh, you got to believe that there's somebody somewhere tells the truth. Now, maybe they don't. I know it. <laughs> there was a. Uh, was it? I don't know if it was. Look, there's OJ. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. I I'd seen that movie a long oh, time. Oh, I thought you would like refuse well, to watch it. it. No, it, it was good. It was good. It was just a long time ago. Right. It was a lot of good movies. Boy, it make then. you real thirsty watching Logan's Run there, and all that. Oh my god, they're so thirsty. Oh, so very thirsty. And you get thirsty watching. Oh, <laughs> sure. I mean, I won't even watch about something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he shows up at his own funeral. The one oh, survivor. That's right. No, yeah. okay. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, pretty good. But you know, it's just it's just fun to see our space program moving forward again. We got private uh, companies involved now, and. Uh, you know, it's just we got a lot going on. We're about to hang up a space station around the moon that mm-hmm. they can use as a uh, platform to, to go to the moon again, and that'll be the forerunner of whatever they put around Mars. So, you know, at least we're moving forward, Rick. Hey, move the chains, it's, baby. It's been a while since we've I'm not, forward. you know, just yeah. keep the chains moving. I don't care if you run the triple option or the spread. Move them chains, you know. Yeah, I just want to see some first down. That's right. I want to see that referee move the chains. Well, there it is. <laughs> and see, this some of that plays into all the rumors that we didn't go to the moon to begin with. Right. Because the networks actually shot video like this to show in case they lost the feed. Right. That yeah that that's and real. that got out and people thought well it was fake. No, they sure. they were obsessed with having video. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Gridiron Men's Conference is coming up uh, again this year. You know, last year we had, we were limited on how many people could be there, but still still pulled it off uh, and had a great time. Huntsville is the brand new host of the Gridiron Men's Conference. This will be their second year to host at the Propes Arena. Uh, and I'm honored to be asked to come back and join uh, an incredible lineup. Herschel Walker will be there, Gary Chapman, Jonathan Evans, Ike Reichard will be there, Charles Billingsley uh, leading worship, Phil Waldrop, of course, uh, will be there with Phil Waldrop Ministries, who actually puts on the Gridiron Men's Conference. So if you want to go ahead and get your group packages, get your hotel uh, worked out, go to gridironmen.com. That's gridironmen.com. All the information you need is there. You can also find that link by simply going to rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button and uh, looking forward to, to being with all of you that will be attending from all over the country uh, coming up Father's Day weekend this summer. Jacob is out of the great state of Tennessee. Jacob, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure, buddy. So uh, so what's on your mind? Uh, did y'all hear about the new uh, space, or space hotel that was coming up? In 2028, we did talk about that story. That there's talk of you know some sort of place to stay connected yeah, with the space station. Yeah, it'd be kind of a space station deal that yeah. uh, that you could go and visit once they get these flights a little more regular up. So yeah, I think space tourism you will see a big jump in that in the next ten years or so. Well, but it's still going to be very pricey. I mean, most of us are going to be left out of that. You know, <laughs> you, you look, you you guys know what's going to happen. We're going, you know, because anytime you have some sort of exploration, there's always those that uh, that have to be, for lack of a better term, the guinea pigs. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, and so um, we all know. I mean, it, it, we see how it affects everything. If you have a plane crash, I mean, people get kind of 
right. you know, antsy about that airline for a right. while if it's right. if it's a if it's a doozy or whatever. Can you imagine the first time we try to get some people up in space and it goes south? Well, I mean, and, it, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh, there's a risk involved. It's dangerous. It's not uh, automatic. I mean, air travel's not either, or driving a car isn't. But it's uh, it's it's something I think that we will push through because I think it's just in our very nature to explore yeah, yeah, and to push the boundaries. Right. And uh, I'm glad to see us getting back to that. Yeah, no doubt. Some updates on the store. We had an update on this yesterday. We never got to it, and now we have another update on it today. It's a Rick and Bubba News. 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 know uh, uh, one of one of many horrific stories um, this one involving Brianna Taylor uh, in Louisville and this uh, rightfully so it, it, it led to a lot of um, emotions and anger and again we, we try to work through this uh, and we in, in black lives matter of course uh, use this as in in her picture and, and boy really used uh, this case along with others uh, to really work people into a frenzy uh, and yesterday we had a story, and now there's another story today uh, that the parents of Brianna Taylor are coming out, and they do not have kind things to say about about the organization Black Lives Matter. Now you remember we've been bringing you stories, as others have as well, uh, that the co-founders uh, of Black Lives Matter they they seem to be doing really well uh, buying uh, you know these. Um, I think the last one we had one of the co-founders was on house number four. Uh, that was over a million dollars worth of house. Um, and people were saying, um, you know, of course, some of the critics of Black Lives Matter said, no, they're, they're, they're living the way Marxists really live. Uh, and, uh, and I heard a presentation on Marxism and, and how, uh, how even China is working right now. You know, we thought that we could find a way to, to help the people of China, but all we've done is empower their government, making the government even more wealthy, and the people are even more oppressed than they've ever been. Uh, and, and that's what happens when you're dealing with these tyrannical you know, Marxist views is the ruling class, they oppress everybody else, and they live differently than the rest of the world. Well, now the mother of Breonna Taylor, and I think yesterday we had her dad, right, uh, something was being critical, and now the mom uh, is saying that uh, we saw our daughter being used to raise a lot of money for Black Lives Matter, but we sure haven't seen any of it. And, and where, where, where did all this money go that our daughter was used to raise uh, in a tragic situation involving their daughter, and um, so they're 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 saying thank you to the local community and thank you to their family and their friends for supporting their family uh, after their 26 year old daughter was killed during a, a botched a police drug raid last year. And but she was very critical at Black Lives Matter Louisville and the state representing representative, and I don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, uh, is it? A-T-T-I-C-A, Scott, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but this is a Democrat who's pushed for legislation to ban no-not warrants in Kentucky, but they're saying that Black Lives Matter uh, hasn't helped them at all. Uh, they, they, they said that uh, they have found them, and this is, this is their words. It's not our words. This is Brianna Taylor's uh, representative. Her family um, um, says that uh, we have found them personally to be a fraud. And I said um, uh, said I, that and, and they're trying to figure out exactly why uh, they were used, but really have not seen uh, much in return. And like I say, this is the second story now we've had. We had another one yesterday from family members of Brianna Taylor saying uh, 
the way we've been treated by Black Lives Matter kind of makes us suspect or makes us uh, they're curious about why. Well, they, there's there's obviously a lot of questions, and when you're going to be a, a, in charge of any organization, uh, the size and the volume and the money dealing around uh, that, that Black Lives Matters has, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's going to be requests for accountability, and uh, there's a lot of people with a lot of questions right now. Yeah, this is her exact quote. She says, um, they, they, I said fraud. She said, it's amazing. They, they seem to be, I see them as a fraud. It's amazing how many people have lost focus. Um, she said, it seems like we're kind of losing our way on why. And, and I know that a lot of people now you saw, and this is where we have to be careful. Uh, and we all can be, um, guilty of this. You see a situation you want to help you, you see the different narratives out there. There's a lot of emotion and you, you, you want to do your part and you start trying to donate money. But many times we do this in such a rush, maybe we, we take – and some people can be critical of you if you stop and try, start to vet something out. How dare you vet something out, which is also incredibly convenient if you're the people who don't want to be vetted out, that you can declare that anybody who vets you out is evil. Uh, but the uh, now we're having people that are part of this situation. They're in the tragedies. So, you know, listening to them is probably the thing to do. Don't listen to – you don't want to listen to us or others be critical of it. That's fine. But I sure would listen to the people who they claim to represent. Right. I, I, w- I would listen to them, I think. And, and you know, these things are not uh, unique to, to BLM. I mean, we've had them in other organizations over the years. It, different things. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you're a fundraising operation for any cause and it can be, you know, sickness, it can be health issues, it can be racial, it can be whatever. I mean, there people are going to ask for accountability. I mean, and that's not and, and they and they should. And that's especially yeah. if you're in a situation of this family going, "Boy, y'all had a lot of pictures of our mm-hmm. daughter raising a lot of money out there." Right. And um, we haven't seen you help us a whole lot. And wondering why that is, and yeah. just saw another story about one of y'all buying another house. That uh, that we don't we don't like how that feels, and that's understandable. But you remember we were telling y'all along because they didn't really hide it. If you really looked at what Black Lives Matter, the organization, again not the sentiment, the organization, what they did and what they really wanted to do, they they really didn't hide it. If you just would vet it out a little bit, and their agenda is a little more of. Um, a change of, of the culture and and society into really, if you look at what they have to say, uh, a totally secular society that uh, does not abide by the structure of family and morality uh, that, um, that once was kind of understood by most Americans to agree on. Uh, it, it's a little more of a re, re, um, restructure of everything. It's a little more than we're here to stand up for minorities who are being mistreated. There was a lot more to it, mm-hmm. uh, and so and I'm not. And it seems like they did more of the other than they did of the latter. And here's a family saying that's been their experience. It's not my. I mean, I, I've never dealt with them, but here's a family that has dealt with them. Now I've seen things that concern me, but I know I'm not allowed to really speak about it. Yeah. But I, I think Brianna Taylor's family probably can. Yeah. So uh, so I'd, I'd pay attention to that. Uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, so there's you some updates uh, on stories that we've already brought you. And we have more to unpack as we go forward. Uh, have you been to the Rick and Bubba store? A lot of you were telling me the cool stuff we showed yesterday. Uh, there's some cool new things there. 
if you haven't seen them, grab your new Rick and Bubba swag there at rickandbubba.com under the store. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. our number so um, you mentioned um, some of the uh, the stories and we'll get back to some of those but I, I had this on, I was thinking about it yesterday on the program ha, have y'all when, when was the last time that you guys went to you didn't do it by mail or anything but you went to the DMV and you stood in line to get something when, when's the last time you did that uh, it's probably been about a year. Well, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't too long ago for me. I had a. You know, I usually do online tag stuff. Well, I had I one that was keyed up. Yeah. By the way, I never told y'all this. Did I, that I? You know, I told you that I tried to do the online thing, mm-hmm. and and something got keyed up, and yeah. all, all this different stuff. And then I went down to the DMV, which leads to the thing I meant to mention months ago mm-hmm. or weeks ago, and um and so then like several weeks later. The the sticker that I had done online that never came mm-hmm. came. It just showed up. Yeah, it just showed up. So really, so, yeah, so how, how much later? <laughs> Time uh, probably three weeks later. And you'd already gone and, and yeah. handled it all. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then it shows up. Right. That's good. Yeah. So so anyway, um, <laughs> you, you know I know our male folks, uh, uh, and I see them, you know, operating sometimes extremely late. Uh, and I know they're working hard, but I don't know. Something's going on with the mail. I, I don't. It, I, I understand when we had the pandemic, and maybe there was a lot more things being made. What, what's going on now? Where, where are we? I think at we're on still that? coming out of all that. I like I say I talked to someone yesterday about you know I talked to people. The, the thing that we're in the aftermath of right now is there's a large number of our um, of, of working people. It's like we've lost an entire group of our society because they're getting paid more to stay at home than to work. Right, there, and, and, there's a part and, of the workforce that's missing right the now. Work, there's part of the workforce that's missing. I mean, I, I talked to a guy yesterday at a restaurant. He said, "Is there anybody like to work? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Can you find us anybody? We're, we're we're trying to go back to full strength, but we ain't got enough people." Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I've heard yeah. that several right. places yeah. in several cities. And uh, so, I was noticing the last time I, I went down, I, I can remember. It, it kind of goes back to the time we talked about. You know, we have a generation of children that, and none of us know the answer. I don't know the answer. There's all kinds of theories. No one knows of of these insults that we had. Because I said I remember when I was, you know, just with children that are that are in their early 30s, and then children that are in their early 20s. The difference in that decade of um, of of food allergies. You know, I remember mm-hmm. my, my wife and I would be at church with the you know, with the little kids, and there might be one sticky note, maybe one, yeah, with the older kids, maybe one, and uh, somebody who had a peanut allergy or lactose intolerance. I mean, well, our, we our were diet, growing up, you never even heard of no, our, our our dairy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when our younger kids came through, the wall was filled <laughs> yeah. with sticky notes of every kind of thing, every kind of allergy, yeah. every kind of whatever. 
And so we've all agreed something, the autism spectrum. So something's happened. We don't know what it is, and I don't pretend to know, but I'm just saying there's certain theories out there, but something happened. Well, this is not near as serious, but I remember when I used to go to the DMV, there would be maybe three tags that you could buy to raise money for mm-hmm. something. Right. I mean, right. You, you could, you, you could, guys, have you seen the wall lately? Oh, yeah, it's oh. covered up. I, I mean, uh, there, there, there are so many <laughs> tags now. That you, <laughs> it really is. And what I'm wondering is now have we taken that pool of fundraising money and we just spread it out now that, that nobody's doing any good with their tag? I mean, there's just so <laughs> many. Do we ever say no to somebody? I mean, does, does, does anybody ever come in and say, well, I'd like a tag, and what would you like your tag for? The Cahaba Lily. No, we, we're not doing that. Well, I can tell you the uh, process because I, I was uh, – I mean, we have a tag for the Cahaba Lily. I was aware of one that was um, going on a while back. You have to have so many people uh, – Willing prom- to buy it? Yeah, that, that have to put money up front to buy it, yeah. and then the state will offer it. And I don't okay. know what that number is, and okay. I'm sure it varies state to state, but yeah. you have to have – I mean, it was several hundred <clears> people. Do you see how many are on the wall Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a slew it's, of them. You've got everything under the sun. You can think of every cause, every group, every school, every team, every – Organization. Why do we not have a Rick and Bubba tag? Well, that's what I was wondering. Could we come? <laughs> could we come in and say we think there's enough people that would buy the Rick and yeah. Bubba tag? And after we after we talked about all the people who are addicted to it and struggling yeah, yesterday, people that were saying that they were concerned about the mm-hmm. uh, hey, right here. Oh, he got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 The uh, is it the is that he. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to handle this myself. Then <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble. But but anyway, yeah. So so um. But what I'm saying is, it, it would we what would we have to bring to the table for there to be a tag in our state to get a Rick and Bubba tag? I mean, we might as well got everybody's got. Yeah, we're well, kind, we're kind of losers for not. I think we one. could actually have one in Mississippi too, maybe even Georgia. I saw Tennessee for I sure. saw tags representing colleges I've never even heard of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah, you've got all kind of stuff. Right? I mean, we, it's got a. I, I tell you what I noticed. You can be a fireman, but you also can get a tag for retired for fireman. Yeah, yeah. You, you, My I mean, dad's been through both of those. those, those yeah. Things, yeah, you can, uh, you know, professional firefighters. That's the the Shriners have a tag. Yeah. Oh, sure. Of course they do. And uh, you got. I mean, there's all kinds. There's they're, realtors. They're, uh, here's one that gets National me. Wild Turkey Federation. I knew, I knew they had one. Well, here's yeah. what I didn't understand. So I saw turkey. I saw fishing, saltwater fishing, oh, right. and then one right. Forever Wild. Well, yeah. doesn't Forever Wild cover all of them? I mean, <laughs> no, the, Forever Wild is probably the group that buys the land up to keep it. Right. You know, uh, so right, it's a different out. group. Do you see spay and neuter up there? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But let me tell you why. Really. We got a spay and neuter tag? <laughs> let, let me tell you why they do this. I've never seen anybody got that one on. Do, do you realize when – because you, you have to pay extra to get these tags, hmm. okay, uh, over and beyond the normal tag, which is what the state gets. Right. And then when you pay over and beyond, some of that goes to that group. Got it, yeah. And I think the state gets another cut. I'm sure they too. do. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to roll through there, they're going to get a cut. Well, no, no, and, and, I, and, I, and, and it's okay, but you got to know how this all works, and I think it's effective. Remember, we said this before. This is not being – this is going to come across as a detrimental statement, but it, it really isn't. <laughs> when you go through the grocery line, i got news for you, okay? Yeah. It's this that that grocery store is raising money for that organization, but they get a kickback as well. Yeah, yeah, they get that, for that, collecting. That's it. why yeah. they're ringing bells and wearing weird hats every time you go through the checkout. Is yes, it's making money for that cause, and God bless them. And uh, but it's also making money for the grocery store. Uh, it's 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 a kickback, and we we were in the same situation. We yeah. we were help. We've helped. <laughs> there there are a lot of charities 
that do great work, but they buy radio time and pay for it on the local stations and, and having the past on the network. But that investment they made actually raised more money for what they do than when they used to just go beg for freebies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, they're, it's they're being smart with their, it. It's yeah, a wise yeah. investment, right. and they wouldn't do it if they didn't make money on it. And uh, that further their right. you know their calls or whatever they're doing, and I mean you know, I don't care. They're oh no, fine with that. Oh, if you want a giant grocery store to raise money for your charity, and you go says we'll give you you know a nickel uh, on every donation. Mm-hmm. Well, you're smart because you're taking money from your organization, you're investing it, and getting more money back uh, by learning how the free market works. Uh, but yeah, they don't let you. They don't let you set up at the end of the of the uh, the cashier line for free. And and I, and I'm gonna bet the state gets money off these tags beyond just the tag buy. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Before they, they send some on to your favorite. College. How much more are the, those kind? Of I've tags? never bought or one. Do they vary? I ne- I've never bought one. I, I I'm so bothered by the have to pay every year for my car <laughs> on it. I wouldn't buy a personalized tag for anything. <laughs> Unless, of course, it was a Rick and Bubba tag. Then I probably would. (laughs) Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Nander, Team Rick and Bubba all here today. And we're chatting with you to start the hour. If you'd like to get in, you can. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl's got the phone calls coming in. Let's welcome back Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for sharing a few moments with us each and every day. All right, so last hour, I brought up the fact that I remember the early days of going to the DMV. You might see two personalized tags. I'm not talking about like the kind for you people buy. Yeah, for, it, supporting, me, a, for supporting a university. Yeah, I don't know if we got our terminology right. Vanity or personalized tag mm-hmm. to me is when you put what you want on mm-hmm. it. Specialty tag is when it's for like a unit. Yeah. Now that's what I call them. I don't know if that's right. Yeah, or not. vanity would be Bubba two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Special, hey, Bubba one. Specialty would be Cahaba lilies. Right. right. Okay, so that kind of stuff. Distinctive uh, license. So we have we have a tag commissioner. So I'm thinking if we're going to have this many of them just in our state, do you see how many we have? Oh, and I've got you some numbers here. You won't believe. Uh, do you want that first? Or do you want me to talk no, to the no, tag let's commissioner go, let's first? Let's go ahead and talk to him. Be sure that this uh, is right. Uh, here's a tag commissioner. So, Commish, what do we got? What 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 do you got to do to get one of these tags? Well, the, the the original process to get the tag approved is the state has a committee, what's called a, a legislative oversight committee that you that you apply for your, your design and your organization, and then they will either approve or disapprove that tag and and there's two different categories you got one that you got to get 250 people statewide to pre pre buy and the other one is a thousand if you do the thousand tag when you get your own tag style your own tag design mm. oh, yeah. and if you do the 250 one then it's a generic pre-printed pre-printed plate 
that you just get a sticker of your organization mm. that sticks on the side. Now mm-hmm. we're going for the the thousand. I think we can get a thousand. <laughs> Let me ask you this: So uh, do do we have to be a five hundred one c three a nonprofit, or can 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 we benefit from a tag just because we got enough people to buy it? Well, the, the, you have to you have to submit the sponsoring organization and what the what the funds raised is going going for. Most of them, obviously, are universities or nonprofits, but. Uh, you know, they some of them go to. There's hundreds of tags, and oh my gosh, they're they're, able, and, they, and they're constantly approving more. But it's. Uh, do y'all ever say no? It's, it's well, the local counties. You know, we don't like Madison County. We don't have any say so in what's approved right. or not. But there, there is some that that is uh, used to. The out of state colleges were told no all the time due to. Some of the committee members on there, mm-hmm. I guess, just did just didn't like out of school. It really tagged. or certain. I guess so. Or, so or, the, or certain ones. Let me ask you too on the cost. So what I'm understanding that, uh, it, what is the term for this? It's not a vanity tag. What would you call it? They're they're called specialty plates. Specialty. And the cost is, is uh, 50? usually fifty five dollars the first time, and you actually get the metal plate issued the first time, and then it's fifty dollars each renewal of above what normally played and then the the state gets five dollars and the the organization gets what 45 or 40 the, the sponsoring organization usually gets 46 25 of the 50 so they get they get the biggest majority of it huh. you know i was just looking Cal- here Cal- in counties in our state the university of alabama is the largest selling tag at a hundred and nine thousand so you multiply that by forty six, and you're over five million dollars a year just in tags. That's yeah. pretty impressive. So pretty good little, yeah, and good little fundraiser. And, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, hey, that that beats selling roasted butts. <laughs> <doesn't>? <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, <laughs> boy, it really does. So, but we can, but I'm talking. About, let's say we go down. We say, hey, there's a Rick and Bubba tag. Why do they need a Rick and Bubba tag? So we don't know how this next contract's going to go. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, hey, we just it, need one. You know, we we just need one. So, and, and we have fans that would buy them. You, I mean, you, you you know, we we may we may look into this. But they, I'm running the numbers now. Raise the money to go to the same as the coffee's going to. Yeah, we we could do that. We should. You're, you're saying it has to be uh, some sort of five hundred one c three. You probably can't just come out and just sell one just with your logo on it, just for profit. That's correct. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Well, something to something to think about. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Commissioner. Yes, sir. Uh, I really like that charity called our payroll account. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. It goes to a good cause. <laughs> He goes to a very good call. Actually, just all we are is middlemen for Alabama Power. It <laughs> <laughs> goes right back to that. Uh, so are you running numbers over? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say it's just sell 5,000 tags. That's oh. all. That, I mean, that would be yeah. Yeah, running numbers on that. I think we could sell way more than that. But that was kind of my, hey, if we're going to do this, that would be kind of the minimum bar. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, 5, prob- the problem is – you know, with us, the show goes over so many states. Yeah. To get to that kind of number, we'd need the whole network. Uh, could, I don't know if we could do 5,000 in one state. I bet we could. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rick, I think we could do probably 10,000. And, and just this state? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Uh, you know, do, do you want to hear these numbers? I think we can get. I think we get five thousand in Mississippi. I want to know how many are sold. Okay, University of 
Uh, Alabama, University of Alabama's number one with uh, 109,000 uh, and some change. I'll round these off. Alabama Bicentennial, 73,000. Auburn, 72,000. Helping Schools, 66,000. Alabama Wildlife Federation, 20,000. Fight Breast Cancer, 17,000. Barber Motorsports, 13. Breast Cancer Research, 12,000. Troy University, 10,000. Environmental, 8,000. Farming Feeds, Ag Tag, 6,000. Curing Childhood Cancer, 5,000. Choose Life Support Adoption, 5,000. And Alabama Nurses Foundation, 5,000. And then, uh, you, you know, it goes on down. Uh, after that, you get you get in below five thousand, but you got Alabama State University, Alabama A and M, spray and neuter, Alabama Ducks Unlimited, <laughs> maybe spay and neuter. What did I say? Spray, but yeah, you, spay. But let me tell you this: if you are no gonna, R in hey, if you are going to neuter a dog, they'll spray some numbing on there first. <laughs> well, you spay them so they won't spray. <laughs> yeah. And by uh, the way, once again, only human beings, and I've seen that tag. It says, "Love them, spay and neuter them." Only human beings could determine. That we're loving an animal by spaying it and neutering. Right, right. You have Alabama <laughs> forest, uh, wildlife, how, how many, turkey. How many tags for the spay and neuter? Uh, spay and neuter four thousand two hundred. Rick, that goes to my point right there. We get five thousand easy. If spay and neuter can have you're four thousand right. tags, no, you're right. You're this right. show can have no, five thousand. Right. I stand corrected. Look, look at the slogan. Love them, fix them. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I said about the hey, fact? Picture it. Stay in it. Right there. Oh, oh man! So, with your lo- with y'all's logo, that logo right over there. I, I love it. Uh, Jack State University's in there with thirty six hundred. Save the Saturn Five, saltwater fishing, <laughs> autism awareness, and UAB. That's the top twenty five. All right. Uh, so l- let's go to Jennifer in Gadsden, Z ninety three, where it all began. Jennifer, go ahead. Jennifer, Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Great. Um, you guys were, they were telling me that you had to have a 501C. My idea was a perfect 501C would be to put it back in the Bronner Burgess Fund. Yeah, that's one of the things that were brought up, and that would be a way a way to go, and it would be apparently a a really good fundraiser. Just have it say the, the Rick and Bubba, and then all the proceeds go to that. That that definitely would work. That would be clean. Thank you for that, and I appreciate that very much. Let's go to um, – uh, let's go to Brad in Florida. Brad said he'd like to comment on why the mail is still slow. Brad, go ahead. Hey. So first, I just want to say that I moved down here in July from Indiana and um, found your guys' station and have been, I guess, addicted as we were using yesterday. Thank you. Ever since. Thank you. Um, also, Greg, don't ever change. You're fine. You remind me a lot of me, no matter what they say. So I used to work for the post office, and you guys have brought up, you know, mail being delivered late. So the biggest problem that we had was the Amazon contract mm-hmm. uh, has, like, quadrupled the amount of stuff that mail carriers have to deliver. So in the mornings, you're in trying to sort your route of your letters, and then you may have four or five bins just full of packages. Um, sometimes some of the local carriers or and even rural carriers have to go back to the post office because the vehicles that they're driving can't hold all the packages. So they're out five, six, seven o'clock at night, whereas we used to be in at two or three in the afternoon. Yeah, I saw I saw a mail carrier working on Sunday, and I said, "What in the world are you doing out here delivering on Sunday?" You know, she said, "Amazon." Yeah, well, it, it goes back. I mean, because the post office loses money traditionally too. Back to one of the things Trump said that they they made a terrible deal on this Amazon thing that they're losing money doing this. 
And look, Amazon's winning on about three fronts. I mean, they they got a deal being delivered cheaper than you could get it done anywhere else, and then they're not paying taxes on the other end. We'll be back. More Rick how, and Bubba. That'll, that'll make you grow. Yeah, well. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. So as uh, we make our way back, a couple of things you need to know about. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events this week. Uh, TheManChurch.com, back on the road again after uh, a week off to take a breather. And we got a lot of folks going out uh, this week. Uh, some of our speakers going in different directions. Uh, I will be Thursday night, uh, First Baptist Church, Opelika. Uh, $5 ticket for that. Charles Billingsley will also be there uh, in full concert. I'm looking forward to spending some time with Charles. Uh, and all of the men that will be attending uh, First Baptist Church, Opelika, one of the first churches uh, to dial in on the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. And they're actually, they've already entered into year number two. Uh, and this will be their first man church, though, of, of this year. Uh, and I'll be there looking forward to speaking Thursday night. Get details at rickandbubba.com. Bubba, on uh, Sunday night, back to where it all began, uh, they're at Rainbow Presbyterian Church in Gadsden, Alabama. They're starting uh, the men's discipleship strategy. They kick it off Sunday night, uh, and I'm looking forward to being there with all of those men. That is not a ticketed event. You can come if you want to, uh, and you can find all that information there at rickandbubba.com. And then next week, uh, a lot of us will gather at the Kevin Derryberry Golf Classic Timberline Golf Club in Calera, Alabama. That's just south of Birmingham on the 29th. So uh, you can uh, make, make a note of these coming up, uh, and hopefully we'll see you out on the road. Uh, at, uh, if you want to find details, they're, they're all pretty unique. You need to go check the one you want to attend. Some are ticketed, some aren't. Uh, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every day. Bubba, we do have, uh, uh, is this a COVID update? I think it is, right? COVID update. Oh, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. Uh, trying to follow the science uh, is difficult, especially. This was said so early on, too, and I can't remember. It was either a senator or a representative that said this early on, who was a former doctor, said, once uh, politics uh, creeps into science, everything gets awkward. Uh, so in uh, money and science, so Stanford is worse than awkward, Rick. Yeah, it's, Stanford. Uh, I wouldn't say Stanford is some crazed conservative college, would you? Well, no. And uh, this all kind of you know came to the forefront when uh, Steve Courts, who is a former Trump campaign official, tweeted about a Stanford study about the risk associated with wearing face masks. Mm-hmm. Now, this has been a big topic, obviously, the last year with COVID about how effective they are or not and, uh, and other issues that wearing a mask might cause. So Stanford has done a study on it, I'm told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't in the group that did it, so no. I'm going to trust that, right. that these reports are correct. Right. And Steve Quartz uh, tweeted about it, but he was suspended, uh, big media, uh, social media took him down because they didn't like what he was saying. And basically, he had tweeted a report saying that Stanford had done this study 
and said that masks were absolutely useless uh, in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, he, he put it, it was a peer-reviewed study done by Stanford University, and there is a link, and we'll get, we'll get to Helms to put that in show notes yeah. today, and you can read it for yourself. And this is what he said. Did you hear about the peer-reviewed study uh, done by Stanford University that demonstrates beyond a reasonable doubt that face masks have absolutely zero chance of presenting the spread of COVID-19? And he's put in, you probably have not seen that. It was posted on the National Center for Biotechnological Information, which is a government website. And then he goes on to tell, tell why it, it was a legitimate study. But he said, you probably haven't seen it because instead of us being allowed to see all the information involving this pandemic, it's almost like we're only allowed to see uh, what certain narratives want us to see. And you know what? It, we need to all think and look at both sides of it. I'm with you, Bubba. Do I think there's a common sense approach to mask? I do, but I do. I go back to this too. I do also think even those who wear masks, uh, who work in the medical field, they don't walk around making them part of their lifestyle and and wear masks all the time. And this thing of wearing masks while you're exerting yourself, we've had people come out that say you really shouldn't do that. Yeah. Now no, it's not designed for that. Now I will tell you this: I have friends of mine uh, that that work in the the pharmaceutical world. And, uh, and they've always kind of, uh, the mask thing, they've kind of did the, the like, they, they, they're more in line with this right. study, this peer review. They're like, the, the, the idea that this mask is the end all and, and this is uh, uh, the way it's being portrayed. And they all say it's something that makes you feel better. Uh, and so if that's okay, but as far as the science behind it actually stopping the spread of COVID-19, uh, it's not near as effective as you're led to a belief. But maybe not. But all I'm saying is if there's a study that says that, I need to right. see all the studies. Yeah, well, I think the bigger story here. It is the bigger story. Is that the social media tech giants, and you're only talking about three or four guys, mm-hmm. are controlling the flow of information. Now, That's right. keep in mind, we, we're supposed to have a free and open press, and the, the people who started this country, our forefathers, thought that was absolutely important to be a check and balance on the government. I don't think they ever thought that we would get to a point where the people controlling the media would have their own agenda and they would be dictating terms to everybody. Instead of covering what's happening, they are setting the agenda for what's happening. And they're doing that because they're taking away stories that they does not fit their narrative. So we, the people, don't get to hear both sides of the argument and make our own decision. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? And these guys and social media now have become, uh, sadly, the way that most uh, Americans get their information. And we've made jokes about it. They've been commercials about it. Uh, this stuff is – there's no telling what you're going to see. It's all kind of stuff. And But I think their ability to kill these stories that come out, like the Hunter Biden laptop, like this, mm-hmm. like that, like some of this uh, study. The, the being negative about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, We've yeah. had people that have they've had their Twitter accounts and yeah. Facebook t- Jason, take it down. Yeah. Jason Whitlock and, yeah. and some other folks. So if you can't at least have a forum to express your opinion, how can people hear both sides of the argument and make their own decision? Look, there, there's no doubt. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a free market capitalist guy, but they are out of control. And they are dictating terms. They're more important now than Congress is. And there needs to be something done to limit that. Well, Just it, like they did with the, the bail system, AT&T, back eons ago. And it was really, at the time, it was a pain. 
when they did all this breakup. But Rick, it really it it brought in a new era of competition and of uh, ingenuity because you know we didn't have the all these features, the call waiting, and you know all of that. So. It, at that, looking back on that, I think it was actually a pretty good deal. Well, I don't for think, us, the customer. I think what you're talking about is being a free market person. Right. We're, we're free market people. We're not. We're not monopoly people. Right. And right. Uh, I had somebody say the other day, said, "You know what? The big concern is all these. Look at all these big tech companies, and these these are the richest people in the world. That they're going to start running the world." And I said, "Oh no, that's already happening. Yeah, they're already running. That, that's not to come." Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big is our number. Babbel.com slash Bubba, brand new sponsor. You want to learn a foreign language uh, for whatever reason, but you don't really have time to try to go get some degree in it. But you'd still like to find out how to do it uh, and and maybe use phrases that uh, people actually use in everyday life. Well, that's where babble.com slash Bubba can get it done. Uh, Go there right now. Something we can all do and and, uh, learn a new language. If we're traveling abroad, connecting with maybe family members that, um, you know, um, uh, maybe a new hobby. Uh, It's never been easier with our friends at babble.com slash Bubba. This is the number one selling language learning app. Uh, They make the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy. They do it with bite-sized lessons that you actually use in the real world. Uh, about a 15-minute lesson, and they make it a great way to learn a new language on the go, and it won't overwhelm you. Uh, that's because they designed the courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind. Or to put it another way, they're actually preparing you to speak to people the way you would talk in everyday life. Uh, so um, you don't have to learn all the grammar and all this or, or the history. Uh, the lessons were created by 100 language experts, and it's a very unique teaching method. It's been scientifically proven to be effective time and time again, so make the move now. Uh, maybe the reason you haven't learned a language is you haven't tried to tried it their way. Babbel.com slash Bubba. There's 14 different languages you can choose from. Spanish, French, Italian, German are, are listed and many more. Uh, so go there now, babbel.com slash Bubba. We're going to get you, are you ready for this, 65% off. Uh, that's speedy kind of savings right there. 65% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, before we go to the next story, earlier we talked about should there be in our state or really any state a Rick and Bubba tag that you since there seems to be a tag for everything under the sun, why not Rick and Bubba? And we have a picture here from Scott Cooper. He said he already has one. He's got his Mississippi veterans uh, tag, and he just put a big old Rick and Bubba sticker right there on the tag. You know, I that, love that it. might be a quick fix. That, right there's there. your quick fixer yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Scott. I appreciate Scott, that. Scott, that is cool, man. Thank Th- you. That really is. All right, so uh, we go to your America again. These are the days of America. Walking together the Governor DeSantis. Boy, in Florida, they got, they got themselves a leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we... Uh, there's a couple of things we've got on DeSantis today. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about what he's now got legislation together that is going to clearly define the difference between a protest and a riot. Yeah. And uh, so uh, we, we he had a press conference yesterday where he kind of unpacked uh, some of this. I think we can get it in kind of a in, in a in a nutshell way. So here we go. 
No, he's, he's switching you can't over. hear him as good. Screaming, hold yeah, on through it's the glass. Really remarkable if you look at the breadth of this particular piece of legislation. It is the strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement piece of legislation in the country, and there's just nothing even close. Uh, the bill does a number of things. One, it tackles head-on this idea that we've seen last summer, and then we still see today uh, that there should be a movement to defund law enforcement. Now, obviously, the state of Florida, we're not going to do that under, under my leadership, but if a local government were to do that, uh, that would be catastrophic and have terrible consequences uh, for their citizens. And so this bill actually prevents against local governments defunding law enforcement. We'll be able to stop it at the state level. And if you look at some of these places that have done this, They've already seen crime go up, even just diverting some. So he, he's saying we're, we're not going to play this game of defunding law enforcement because every, everybody who's done that, crime goes up, which, which almost. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait just a minute. Are you telling me if you take law enforcement and defund it, crime will go up? How'd that happen? Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> So, Swap so, it. So what he's saying, too, is we got into this thing where people don't know the difference between a protest and a riot. He says, when Florida, we're going to make sure you understand that. Yeah. You know, he. Uh, I, I told you, I, after, you know, more and more things came about in Florida, I was uh, reading on him a little bit. He, he's a pretty impressive guy. Uh, came from a, a, a fairly normal upbringing but got scholarships and graduated, Rick, from Yale and Harvard Law School. Served as an officer and attorney in the Judge Advocate General's uh, Corps of the U.S. Navy, in other words, the JAG office. Um, he was uh, also a, a representative from Florida from 13 to 18. Uh, and uh, he, uh, you know, ran for governor and won in a very close election. Um, and he is 42 years old, the youngest governor in the United States. So, He's got uh, got quite a, uh, a background, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I don't live in Florida for day-to-day stuff, but from the people I've talked to there, they seem to like him pretty well, and I think even outside the state of Florida, he's very well known, and he's had a very straightforward approach on the lockdowns and the COVID, and uh, he's, uh, you know, he he's, seems like he's doing a lot of good things, and I think he's at the top of a lot of people's list. They'd like to see him run yeah. for president. I yep. hope the state of Florida loses him to the presidency of the United <laughs> States. So here are some things that are in the law. It grants civil legal immunity to people who drive through protesters blocking a road and allows authorities to hold arrested demonstrators from posting bail until after their first court date. It also uh, increases the charge for battery on a police officer during a riot. It adds language that could force local governments to justify a reduction uh, um, where they where they force them to actually justify if they're going to reduce law enforcement budgets budgets they have to show that that's something that should be done and make a case for it. It also allows people to sue local governments over personal or property damages if they are determined to uh, have interfered with law enforcement's response to civil unrest when their property is damaged in right. the process. Right. It also increases penalties for protesters who block roadways or deface police monuments or create a new crime and they're called mob intimidation. Uh, obviously, the left is going to say, well, this is a tyrannical government. 
trying to keep you from being able to protest. No. Nope. DeSantis nope. and, and his supporters could say, no, we're trying to clearly define the difference between uh, a protest and a riot, and we people must have some sort of recourse if mobs tear up their 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 stuff or th- or, or, or try to threaten or intimidate. And, and in mm-hmm. part of his speech yesterday, he talked about the fact that, you know, having the right to protest and redress your government is key to being an American, and nobody wants to stop that Correct. that right to do that. But when you start damaging property, you start blocking roadways, you have moved outside peaceful protest, and now you're a lawbreaker and you're going to pay for it. And I think uh, one of the keys you mentioned there, Rick, you see in so many of these protests where they they bring people in for doing whatever, getting outside the boundaries of a peaceful protest, and it's just like a revolving door. They're back out protesting before the people are done with their paperwork who brought them in. And they're saying that's not going to happen anymore. You're going to stay in jail for a certain amount of time. You're going to be out of the protest. So that gives people uh, an incentive not to act up if they won't stay out on the street and be part of the cause. Also, we got another video from DeSantis today talking to Tucker Carlson, and he's discussing why he never bought into the narrative of the total shutdowns and and what he says, you know, a lot of the – what was the word everybody was throwing around? Uh, dra- uh, draconian. Yeah, I can never say draconian. that word. Draconian. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, and he's telling yeah. Tucker, he said, you know, I never bought into that. I always thought that was a false narrative, and he kind of explains uh, – why he's done things the way he's done them in Florida. Here it is. Is the fact that there wasn't widespread rioting in the state to people's decision to move here. You've seen a lot of people oh, move it's here. It's definitely been a factor, for sure. And I also think the fact that Florida wasn't locked down like these other states, I think the lockdowns you know, provided an impetus to be able, because people need an outlet to do things. And so I think some of these states, like Minnesota, California, um, I think the fact that they were locked down and had the opportunity to go out and do stuff, I think that that added fuel to the fire of what was going on. So I think the fact that we took a hard line on that, people understood Florida as a law and order state, but also that we were open, uh, I think has been a huge factor in people moving to Florida. So what, uh, obviously you've had a lot of successes, you're a very famous governor, what didn't go according to plan? How did you screw up in retrospect? Well, I think early on, you know, I was just hungry for data. And so I was looking at South Korea, some Italy, and I'm trying to make sense of this virus. It seemed to me that this was something that was risky for elderly people. Yeah. Didn't seem like there was much risk in people, not just kids, but even people who were in reasonably good health who were, say, under 50. Um, but I didn't really have the proof of that in Florida. So when they did the 15 days to slow the spread and some of that stuff, you know, we followed that. Whereas I think if I had had, the, uh, had more data, I would have had the ability to say, wait a minute, you know, why would we need to, you know, close a gym for two weeks? I mean, these are younger people going to work out. If you're healthy, you're going to end up dealing with the virus better. And so I think that it took me a few weeks, March and into April, to get enough data to say, okay, you know, we're not doing Fauciism. You know, we're going to make sure our state's open. We're going to get the kids back into school and we'll just focus our protection on elderly people. Where the problem was. So, wow. Uh, so he also says, don't miss this because you hear the screaming, but then you look at what actually happens, which we've told you is always the truth. So people actually flock to a state of law and order and and freedom hmm. and uh, that didn't lock down. So people actually flock to that. Hmm. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, oh, oh. 
Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Have you entered your mom into Fix Mama's Mouth yet? Now another $15,000 dental makeover from Dudney is available again as Mother's Day approaches. Get your mom entered at the contest button at rickandbubba.com. Please follow the instructions. Uh, if you do not, then that entry will be thrown out. Uh, April 28th is your cutoff to get Mama entered and, and see if she can win. All right, so this is an ongoing story that we're following, and Bubba, now we have another one. And this is all this transgender female sports things. So the NCAA has is now becoming this threatening force. We threaten if you do not, if you put any limit on transgender athletics in female sports, we will we will punish you. The NCAA, you know, I hate to keep you know applauding DeSantis, but he's already told him to have a coke and a smile. Oh yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah. he's very strong uh, in Florida on it, and said, look. The NCAA is not going to dictate how the people of Florida want to live and institute their policies. Now, we're, we're glad to participate in their sports, but they're not going to tell us how to live. I, I mean, like maybe when, you got this out I like when he said, you're an organization that's over college sports. You don't yeah. tell states what to do. Well, Oklahoma. Oklahoma now says uh, they're getting threatened by the NCAA. Uh, their state house has advanced a bill that would prevent transgender athletes from competing in women's sports, and the NCAA's threatening them too. We won't do any of our events mm-hmm. there. Uh, and But the House uh, is saying, look, it's called Senate Bill 2. It states athletic teams designated for females, women, or girls shall not be open to students of the male sex. Will, sh- will, not, will not be open. Right. So now the NCAA, they said they're threatening. And here, Bubba, you, you have said this. I have said this. We've talked about this. The Republicans that are moving this through saying, look, we are simply leveling the playing field for our daughters and our granddaughters to participate in sports. They understand because they have walking around sense. This is not a complicated issue. If you let biological males compete in female sports, they'll dominate. And and here here's these the, here's Oklahoma saying this is just this is look if if, if there are males out there biologically that, that have some sort of issue and they want to live their life as a female, that, that you know, that, that's their business. But we have to have some sort of, you know, level playing field for biological females in the sports world. And the, in, the NCAA, if they're not smart enough to see that, a lot of us states are smart enough to see, and it's not going to happen here. And, uh, well, and, state after state's doing this. Uh, if the NCAA holds with their policy, we're going to end up with only about four or five states well, that they can have say. anything <laughs> in. And uh, But here's the thing. I, I think there is a, a disconnect. I think there's a lot of people out there who support this idea of trans folks and some people who, who don't oppose, who, who oppose it, and some people who are pro. And it has spilled over into this uh, sports deal. Now, I would say that the sports issue is totally separate. No matter what you feel of course, like yeah. uh, about the trans movement, pro, con, whatever, if it should be, shouldn't be, who's paying, you know, is it a disease or is it a choice, all this, we can argue about that. But I think the thing that, that everybody ought to agree on is, and, and for years, Rick, the, the left has pushed the Title IX uh, narrative right. that that has grown women's sports. Okay, I like what Title IX accomplished. I don't like the way it started, but we we have produced now 
viable happening uh, uh, female girls women's leagues all the way from little league to professional okay and you know i'm not talking about their success or financially but but it's there and when we were growing up that didn't exist for a lot of girls being that I've, I have a daughter and I have a wife that has played sports, and I think it's great for girls to compete in sports, um, but they cannot compete against the physicality of a biological male, which is what a lot of the trans athletes are. So I'm not opposed to whatever you want to argue from a lifestyle standpoint, or if you need to have a third category and have a trans league. But I don't think you need to let the biological males come in and they will dominate women's sports and destroy that opportunity for girls. That's all we're saying. Really, the, I think we need to separate the argument politically away from the, the thing of the sports because it, it, we have seen where this has already happened in some limited situations in Connecticut and it happened in track and field and weightlifting where once the biological males come over, they're just destroying the records that were already set by the females. And this is only going to happen more and more and more. It's going to be the men's league and the trans league. They won't be a girls league. A few of the girls are going to do fine. It's at the top of their game. But for the large but, majority of them, they're going to be left behind. Well, only if they compete against a male who's not that great. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, you, yeah. the, you're stacking the deck against them instead of giving them the opportunity to compete and all the good things that come out of sports, the building of character, right, yeah. the exposing of character, um, you know, the growth that comes in that physically and mentally. Well, the NCAA um, needs to hear from people. Because, I mean, they're trying to, to say, like for Oklahoma, the Women's College World Series brings in between $22 million and $27 million annually. Right. And we've got an organization that is threatening Oklahoma that if they don't let biological males participate in, in, in women's sports, they're, gonna, they're not going to allow that. See, this is this mob thing that we're running yeah. into. And the NCAA needs to hear loud and clear that to, to the points, all the points you made, I agree with every one of them, we're talking about sports here, and we're talking about we're, we're not we're talking about common sense, and and let me tell you what you can't be: you cannot be pro transgender athletes participating in 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 women's sports and also be someone who fought for Title Nine. Yeah, but you can't be, and th- and this is the problem. Just like you saw Stacey Abrams running business out of Georgia, now begging it to come back. This is what happens, and I hate to tell you this because I know it hurts some feelings. It's actually found in the Bible. This is what happens when you let your emotions and your heart lead and you don't think things through. Okay? It, it's a, it, you, you, can, you can be just full of emotion, but you better be full of some sense. Yeah. People and, and, like yeah. to write songs about following your heart. Don't follow your heart. The Bible says <laughs> the heart your... will fake you off. No, 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 <laughs> it the, says that. The heart is the worst place for you to look <laughs> through your life. The worst place. Yeah. It is. It is. It God is. God gave you a brain. It's about eight pounds of gray matter sitting up there on top of your head, and right. it was supposed to do the thinking, not yeah. the pump. But this is this <laughs> for the blood. But yeah. this is the current state of the progressives. They're they're cannibalizing their own movements because they're they're so short sighted on what all this means because they think there's a world that no matter what you want to do and whenever you want to do it and wherever you want to do it, no one should uh, should uh, stand in your way unless, of course, you disagree with them. Uh, and and this this female sports thing in Oklahoma and Florida and other states are going to see it. 
and they're going to say, it ain't going to happen here, and then the NCAA is going to say, well, we're going to punish you for that. And you said it earlier, we may end up with the NCAA having nowhere to have their stuff. Well, yeah. the NC, we need a good NCAA to be a governing body over everything, but they don't need to be dictating to state governments how they run their life. No. They need to set up rules for, for you know, competition and see those through, not try to dictate to states' political agenda. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Rick and Bubba, we're, we're here. Here we go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Team Rick and Bubba, 27 years strong and still rolling. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. We do have phone calls standing by. We'll get to those. So we, we mentioned last hour, you know, with uh, with DeSantis, everything going on there and, 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 and talking about him. And many have begun to discuss, you know, will he run for president? Will he be uh, vying for the Republican nominee? Uh, nomination uh, to be the Republican nominee uh, in the next uh, the next round. Well, uh, w- there may be some discussion on what to do. Hannity uh, yesterday had an interview with the former president, uh, President Trump, uh, and he seemed to indicate that um, the odds of him running again apparently are pretty high. So, uh, so here it is, courtesy of, of Hannity. Are you running again in 2024? What, what, what are the odds? If I were to First ask- of all, it's a long time. The odds, the odds, what are the odds? Look, the odds. I got the tremendous odds? numbers. Nobody's ever gotten the numbers I got. No sitting presidents come even close. There's more popularity now than there was the day before the election because they see how bad things are at the border. They see what's going on. They see that their guns are going to be gone. Their Second Amendment, their taxes are going up. Regulations are going through the roof. Jobs are going to go out. What do you see? You know, this is going to take a little while to show. But if they add all these regulations back, the jobs are going to be gone. Your energy independence is going to be gone. So I I say this. I, I am looking at it very seriously beyond seriously so he's looking at it seriously and then he throws in in very trump fashion beyond seriously you you know there is such a thing you know for for a minute there i just uh, it hit me how much i miss hearing the trumpster every day i know i'll tell you what else his unique way to say things i'll tell you what hit me still wearing the goggles in the tanning bed (laughs) (laughs) we gotta do we gotta do something to get some color around those eyes does he not see that right um you know if he if he you know we were discussing in the break We'll see how DeSantis goes. If it got down to DeSantis and uh, or or Trump, I don't think that's a place the Republicans want to find themselves. Uh, hopefully, uh, that would turn out to be. I think, and you, but we were talking about. I, I think we we think, and I know some of you won't like this, and we apologize. But um, but going forward, the best shot I think for the Republican Party, if DeSantis pans out and continues to to go the direction he's going, and he might not, but if he does, that the best thing for the Republican Party is for Trump to use his popularity to support DeSantis as the next nominee. Yes. 
Well, not not for think Trump about this. What what does yeah. Trump like to do? Trump likes to give you sound bites. Mm-hmm. He likes to make speeches. He likes to give people nicknames. Um, that if he's on the campaign trail as a kingmaker, that's right up his his alley. Yeah. If you are trying to be the elected official, you've got a lot of rules, a lot of things that hold you back that Trump doesn't care for. And, uh, you know, DeSantis may be a little more of a polished politician in that respect. Uh, I would say on issues, they're probably not uh, a nickel's worth of difference. It looks like to me they're in line with everything. Uh, I know they played golf together a couple of weeks ago, so I'm sure that conversation is taking place behind the scenes. So. We'll see how that goes. DeSantis has to run for governor again in 22 uh, during the midterm. And then the presidential election would be, as you heard, in 24. So it's, uh, you know, it's shaping up to be interesting. Uh, DeSantis, I don't think, would go against Trump if Trump wanted to run. uh, Being in the and I'm just basing this on the past because he was going to run for Senate. And when Marco Rubio decided he would run for re-election, and it was questionable at a while, but when he was running for president, um, he decided not to run and go against him because he, you know, they're friends and they uh, support the same thing. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out like normal, but DeSantis is 42. He's going to look good on camera. He's well-spoken. He knows when to to be uh, aggressive and when not to be. You saw with the 60 Minutes thing. Uh, so I, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Florida once again is going to be very important in the presidential election. Yeah, and we'll see. But I I just think the combination of Trump helping DeSantis. Oh yeah, yeah. Win is better than Trump being the nominee. Again. What if you have him, the bulldozer, out there clearing land, and then DeSantis coming along very uh, astute politically, uh, making the points he needs to make? That's that's pretty that's a pretty good operation. Because what we don't want. What you don't want is for DeSantis being going against Trump, and they're both trying to get the nomination. I, yeah, I, I don't. I think, even, I think that's the yeah. worst. thing. I, I don't think you'll happen. even see that. I, I think. I think they're. You know, DeSantis is wise enough not to to get into that. And like I say, he's forty two. He's got time. Right, because you need Trump. If you, if you look at it on the Joe Biden scale, he's got another four decades he could run. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you—that's funny. If you look at the you know the world that we are now living in, the influencer and the influencer has their little tribe. Right. And if we could just get influencer Trump to to point right. the tribe to DeSantis, Trump and, is that, more valuable as an influencer than he is as actually sitting at the desk. I think. Yeah, I think so too, and and the reason why we know that is he just lost. In case right. in case everybody missed that, and I, and I know well, we, that's Rick said that. Well, not Bubba. Right, Save well, your email. Well, I'm talking about if if <laughs> if things. Well, how about this for us to even be in the situation for there to be things that were questionable or whatever whatever you believe how it happened, it happened, and that means it happened because we it was in the in a position to happen, and I think DeSantis, as you already said, could handle himself. And not be caught in the traps that they set for Trump. Right. Right. Uh, I don't think he's is easily trapped in that kind of he's stuff. He's a more polished politician. I right. think you can say that. I mean, from his time being a lawyer and uh, you know <clears throat> arguing court cases and and governor. I mean he he's got as much experience being a political person, much more than Trump, really. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a higher office. But uh, here's the thing: I, I don't think it's gonna gonna make any difference either way. Uh, in 2024 if Trump runs or not because like I say DeSantis could be a a real player in this for the next 25 years so well here's here's the, here's what I really I think and and I don't want to have to go through this 
but but I've seen us I've seen Americans in the past. We get emotional about things and we act a certain way, and then we have to live with the consequences of our emotion. Right. And then we're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I well, must like cor- gas prices going up yeah. right now. Today. I, might, I must correct that. Yeah. I think by the time we get to twenty twenty four. I don't know who the nominee will be for the Republican Party, yeah. but he'll get a hard look by a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. That, that, the, the country yeah. may be screaming uncle <laughs> right, at that point. Because, but, uh, because the way this place yeah. is going to look by the time we get to 2024, especially you, especially if the midterms don't turn around. You know, Trump made a great point in that interview. We didn't have it on that clip, but he said uh, they were talking about the border crisis. And, and it is a crisis, okay, no matter what you want to call it. <laughs> and Trump said all Joe had to do was leave it alone. Right. Leave it alone. Right. But he had uh, made all these promises to yeah. the far left. He thought he had to come in there day one and redo everything, and it's 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 made for a big mess. And I think it's going to cost him votes. I tell you what, he tried to do, Greg. Be sharp. Of course, he did. Has pen out. Trying to be sharp with it. All right, we come back. We'll take your phone calls next. We're going to have to get a handle on these executive orders because they are out of control now for everybody, Republican and Democrat, because each president that goes in doubles up what the last one did it's going to get to the point that between the big tech and the executive order we don't even need a congress i know you're right you're right your phone calls are next there's lines available we'll be right back rick and bubba rick and bubba We're back 20 minutes past the hour. Here we go. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time. Phone troll time. 30 seconds. Pop. 30 seconds to end the old phone call for you, but lines are available. Yeah. Uh, so if you get in line, we get it done pretty quick for you. Let's start. With Didi out of Illinois. Didi, you got 30 seconds on Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to hold over from last hour on this. People in the sports, men or women, all they have, remember during the World War, uh, Cold War, we thought that Russians were sneaking men into women's stuff. All you have to do is do a cheek swab, and they'll tell you whether you're a, man, a male or a female. Yeah, yeah, right. you're correct. That, that's uh, yeah. that. That's all it takes. But no that, matter how you dress, but that's not the world we live in anymore, Didi. Sorry, you, people. No, I know it. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I never thought I'd live in a world like it is now either. No, <laughs> none of us did. <laughs> Mike in New Jersey, Mikey, thirty Nobody. seconds, buddy. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? Hey, how about this ticket? Uh, Trump runs for president. He's got DeSantis as his VP. If Trump wins. He does his four years and then hands it over to the Sanders. Uh, you know, I just rather had the Sanders have eight. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the problem is, can can and, and, I mean, and I'm getting in the real world here. Can Donald Trump get elected again? Uh, I think we're assuming that that is a foregone conclusion. I'm not so sure it is. Uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, I think I think Trump helping DeSantis get elected or whoever the Republican nominee turns out to be is better than Trump being the nominee again. Well, it, it, it poses some interesting possibilities, that's for sure. Trump's age is going to play into this at some yeah, point, that too. too. So, yeah, that too. So, I, I, I mean, I thought President Trump did a great job as a president, and I thought his policies were fantastic. Um, and, uh, and, and if he could have got out of, of his own way sometimes, I don't think we would be in the situation we're in. Uh, but, um, but ultimately, uh, maybe him having a presence. The age is, is one thing, too. I mean, he's not yeah. a young man anymore. Right, right. Well, uh, I, I think policy-wise, he was—he uh, he may have been 
the oh. best we've ever had. Oh. I mean, I, yeah. I put him right there with, uh, results. you know, President Reagan, Ronaldo Magnus. Uh, Fairhope, we've got an anonymous call coming in. Uh, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, y'all were talking about uh, the bronies yesterday, I think it was. And oh, yeah. I just want you to know I'm a brony, and I, I, blame, the sh- I blame the show for it. One day I was at home watching YouTube, watching the Wheel of Meat spin, and it landed on Henry the Horse, and all I could think was, wow, what a horse. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> they pulled Henry into the brony. That's no, terrible. I, I'll be honest with you, this whole brony Subculture. I had no. I had no right. idea. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dothan, Bubba, News Talk. Bubba, stay away from. Yeah. yeah I, I'm. Trust yeah. me. News Talk one hundred three. I, mean, I like Bugs Bunny, but that's about it. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. Not in a weird way. No. No. In a funny way. Yeah. All right. So, what's on your mind, Andy? Oh, good morning, guys. Fired up and glad to be on your program. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> uh, yesterday, my best friend and I met in downtown Birmingham for a quick lunch, and as we were going in the restaurant, there was a man in a wheelchair out there. He wasn't speaking to anybody, and my best friend looked back at me, and he looked and smiled and said, I have candy and gum. We snickered, and as we went by the man, oh all of a sudden that clear voice came on. I sell candy and gum. Mm. We said, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> all way That's from an Dothan. Adler best of That's right, right All the way from Dothan, got a little, a little Adler nugget. That's on me. I play that a lot during the best of <laughs> What are your favorites? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about that? See, come come to the land of Rick and Bubba, and you'll see the things we discuss. Yep, yep. Uh, let's go to Union City, Tennessee. Carl standing by. Carl, 30 Carl. seconds. Go. Hey, uh, I don't know if everybody realizes it, but there is a Senate election mm-hmm. in Florida for the midterms and – what if we was to get Trump in there and put him in McConnell? McConnell's trying to buy out, uh, put him in where he could impeach all them clowns that tried to impeach him. So go, uh, Trump takes the Senate seat in Florida. Um, you know, if if he ran for senator, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah he sure. Peace ones impeach him. Kyle in Tuscaloosa. Kyle, go right ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys, all right? Yeah, we're doing good. Cool. Hey, I just had a question. It's kind of off subject, but yesterday you were talking about the the drilling accessories and stuff. What about the Wildwood Fork? Are you guys going to do that? Yeah, we are. I I got an update on that. It's uh, it should be any day now. Any day now. Uh, You know, once again, you know, when you get something of that high quality, it just seems to take a while to get it here. I mean, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's still it is going to happen, and you probably be hearing that in any day now. It takes a long time to get that stuff in from China. Especially <laughs> if that boat still blocked everything. Where's that? At? Oh, I got it out of the way. Okay. Uh, let's go to Lauren in Tennessee. Lauren, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Hey. I'm a really big fan. And, Thank you. Um, I'm actually, um, well, I used to be a Democrat. I don't know what I am now. Uh, but I didn't mind Donald Trump at all. Like, you know, he was a good president. Uh, but he's going to be 78 next time yeah. and i mean i'd rather have DeSantis get some new blood in there you know yeah. 78 is 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 uh you know of course we have a president who's 78 right now and, if, and i don't think any of us want to see this again yeah uh, back to what you said earlier right. I, we all cringe when you see people taking a dive going up air force one Woo. uh but uh you know I, I will say this the senate come on man. as far as uh as as trump it may have some more appeal than even the white house for for you know the the previous caller listed some of that, but there's no term limit on the Senate. Oh boy, 
Let's drive them nuts. Glenn, you know? I know. Glenn, I, I like that Senate idea. Oh, yeah. Glenn in Meridian, oh, listen to the buzz. Glenn, go ahead. Hey, my friends. I grew up in Tuscaloosa and Shelby County, and I understand your Alabama lingo, but uh, the broadcast plaza, you wouldn't stay at the Crown Plaza Hotel. It's the plaza. Well, not here. It's not, buddy. It's I mean, and, and yeah. there's no one in where we live that's going to say plaza. plaza. Yeah. And if they do, you know what you say. Well, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah. It's plaza. I mean, in Meridian, you should know that. Yeah, you would. If think, somebody says that, you think they have a speech impediment. Think about, think about when we were growing up. Of course, it's been torn down since. But the Century Plaza? No. You remember the big mall? Yeah, oh, yeah. the Century Plaza. plaza. We all yeah. came from small towns all over this state to come see the Century Plaza. Oh, the yeah. plaza. Uh-huh. Let's go to uh, Terry. Thank you, sir, for thinking of yeah. us. Terry in Alabama. Terry, go ahead. Called in for Terry Dactyl. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Great. Good. Um, on the transgender sports thing, I think we should just let them all have it. Let, combine them all. You'll end up with all male sports again. And But for the love of God, don't touch women's volleyball. That <laughs> <laughs> may be my favorite call. All for week. the love of God. <laughs> Rick, I, I think right there is what you call brutal honesty. <laughs> oh, <that's> so good. <laughs> that was great delivery. Yeah, the delivery was that's what made it. Yeah. <laughs> but for the love of God, with, with all the things going on, the plot of plot of women, how how the volleyball uniform got by somebody? Said, yeah, that's good. Put that on. That's fine. And look, somebody tried to. Uh, I think it was one of the the Muslim countries tried to say they couldn't dress that way, and it made them mad. Right. Once it played, they were like, "No, we we this is the way we dress." We right. By golly, we'll well, get we'll play in bloomers, yeah. and you won't stop. I us. mean, you got to be half naked, or you just can't play volleyball. Yeah, you know, I I, I asked that question. The beach, the beach volleyball is what I'm. Well, I asked that question. No, 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 Greg. I ain't paid that. Well, compared to Greg, the beach. even even yeah. in high school, Greg, it's when a, my daughter was in it, shirt one, on in one. She was well, she was involved yeah. in it one season, and I was like, "Wow, you don't wear much." Yeah, but the beach really takes it to a level. No, Greg, I got it, but I mean, what I'm saying is that. To me, it's more like an exhibition. The the yeah. whole setup of, of women's volleyball. Uh, but you, I, I know uh, you need to be. You need to be able, clothing is, yeah. is very cumbersome. You, could, you yeah. need to be able to move. I got that. But you need to be able to move in basketball. <laughs> exactly. You need to be able to move in other sports I see too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It is kind of. Weird. It's uh, but boy, they don't want anything Strange. holding them on the ground. They don't jump. I tell you that. <laughs> they really don't. We're going airborne. We're getting rid of anything that could cause us to stay on the ground. Right. But how about he just drew a line right there? Didn't <laughs> That's <it>? funny. <laughs> That's funny. Well, sir. I'm sorry if transgender sports are allowed to go. On it's uh, you're going you're going to see that uniform on a biological yeah. male. I got oh, news right. for you. Hey, that uniform don't need to be on a male. Well, I'm telling you, but it's it's going to happen. Mm. And I and I and, and if that uniform happens, gender confusion will be over. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'll go. Oh, I. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Wow. Bottom of the hour. Eight six six. We be big is the number. We will continue. More of your phone calls coming up. The stories are still out there. Many to still unpack. As uh, we'll take the old Rick and Bubba train and push through. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so MyPillow.com, we talked about it earlier. I mean, we can sit around and 
allow these monopolies to take place or we can find entrepreneurs out there that have the um, the capital uh, to alter some uh, offer some alternatives and so uh, Mike Lindell uh, has created my store and you can find it at mypillow.com it's called my store it's really the the beginnings of an alternative to Amazon where you can go and buy things from American companies and American made products that, that just need to be brought to the market for us to consider and he's using his platform to do that uh, so go to mypillow.com. You'll see my store, uh, delicious beach bark brittle, really, really good. Uh, America's favorite new building toy called Lux Blocks, uh, gourmet poultry rubs from Madison Park Foods. Uh, some great books to buy there. Uh, also, we've got um, uh, a bonnet wrench. Bubba, I, I can't believe you haven't bought the bonnet wrench yet. Uh, I, now is that mm. what exactly is that? Uh, the, the, I, the it's a bonnet wrench. It, I mean, <laughs> but it, I mean, what does that it mean? Go, it goes exactly. to town. I'm gonna have to get over there and check that out. Uh, right side up <laughs> apparel. Uh, all these are, are made in America. Uh, made America socks. Uh, you can find all this by going to the my store link at mypillow.com. And of course, you can still get great deals on all the my pillow products too using the promo code Bubba. Uh, you do that right there where it says radio listeners. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, I know you're not allowed to say it. Walter Mondale has died. Uh, the, he was a former vice president. Now, was it Speedy? Who was telling us that uh, Jimmy Carter said he was the best vice president our country's ever had? Yes. Jimmy said that. Well, he would say, he his. would say that it was his vice president. What but, else but is he How do we say? even know? Yeah, how do you judge the vice presidents and who's good and who's not? Have he you just, ever had one? He just you said it because it was his vice. President. I know, but you, if, what's if, he going to say? You're say he was the third best. I mean, you're not going to say. Let's that. say you get to comparing them. How do you go? Well, this one did this and this one did that. Because I mean, I'm not sure. You know what they do. Uh, now we're. I, I hate to because I know the man has passed away, but. I know this. He holds a record for getting hammered in the election yeah. when he ran for president. Well, Greg, there you were. I was going to handle that a little more delicate, but oh, you okay. are. I'm sorry about that. You talking about you mean uh, old Fritz? You talking about forty nine? You talking about forty nine states to one? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Rick, that's, you, that's pretty much a walk off. Can you imagine in today's environment a candidate winning forty nine states? Uh, no. That that means New York, California, Texas, Florida all voted wow. for the same president. He he, he carried only his home state of Minnesota, sorry, Bubba. Yeah, I know. And the District <laughs> of Columbia. Reagan won in the Electoral College, 525 to 13. Yeah, Rick, Rick but that, that doesn't tarnish it. He was the best <laughs> vice president who ever lived. You know, too. And I, I <laughs> hey, 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 you can't take that from me. You it. know what he did? He, he can't take that Let from me give him. Walter Mondale credit. I thought he was already dead, by the way. Listen, I did too. <laughs> let me give Walter Mondale credit. He united our country against him. Yeah, absolutely. He, <laughs> I don't he, know if that's what he meant to do. We have never been that united never, that for a candidate. Never before, never since. Do you remember? He was running against Reagan in 84, I guess it was, that year when Reagan won so big. and. He was on stage in the presidential debate when Reagan had the great zinger oh, about yeah. he was not going to make age a, a, a factor in this uh, election. Says I'm not going to exploit the inexperience of my <laughs> opponent, <laughs> and it took him a pop. <laughs> Even Mondale laughed at Oh, everybody yeah. loved it. You could not help but laugh at that when it was so good. And then Reagan was trying not to, to bust laugh. But you know, let's say you run for anything. Well, but in this case, it's the president of the United States, and hardly anybody votes for you. I mean, not just, hey, I got beat. No, I mean, there's not many people at all in this country that wanted you to be president. Well, Think about that. Well, Greg, we could find two places, Minnesota and the District of Columbia. That's what I'm saying. That's just, Rick, 
<laughs> I bet that on election. Uh, Them Mon- numbers are coming Greg in. Greg Mondale put together a whopping 13 electric votes. <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, I, I, I don't remember I mean, you exactly, might as well not I, even ran. Hey, that's you, like people going, you shouldn't even ran. No, Greg, he, he, he united our country. And, every, and you know what? He's probably spent a lot of money <clears throat> during the campaign, oh, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He I, said, I don't even know how much by what margin he won Minnesota. <laughs> Maybe in close. <laughs> Here's the part that may be the saddest thing that Walter Mondale has ever said. Do you know what he said after the election we're talking about? What? I did my best. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, your best is a – well, You should have said I did a terrible job. I think I would have said, boy, this thing came apart. But, yeah, but well, look, I messed you, up re- somewhere. But, you know, he basically said that's the best I can do. There it is. Look, the country was <laughs> in absolute turmoil. When Reagan went in, and he didn't win that election by a big margin uh, over Jimmy Carter, and then we had this unbelievable run of prosperity, and I mean, people were like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Because they remembered the last four years. And what to it was be like. fair, and to be fair, it was probably more about Reagan than it was about Mondale. Well, it, yeah, it was. Well, well, it it could have been what? anybody. But you know what he did? Anybody. He didn't distract us no, away from not. Reagan. No, he did not. <laughs> But but you're right, <laughs> right. But like I say, I, I don't think anybody was going to take Big Ron out that year. No, no, was, no, no, that was that was. Of course, they called this one in four. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my goodness. So uh, Walter, Mondale. but I mean, you, every party has to run somebody every yeah, time. I mean, right. yeah, right. I don't even remember. I think Mondale's only argument, uh, best I remember, well, he made age a big issue. You yeah. know, and that that well, obviously that obviously didn't work. No, uh, well, I because everybody back. liked them low taxes they had, and then wages going up, and uh, the Russians were on the run, and yeah. it looked like a good deal. You know, well, I'm going back to this is the be- the greatest vice president the country's ever had. Well, well that's a very that, is that does that division even exist? I don't think it does. How do you determine when somebody's a good vice president look, or look not? A map. <laughs> There's a map. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. You know, um, I think. <laughs> Boy, the election coverage, I bet, was boring that night. Boy. <laughs> wow. Uh, this it, ain't even close. <clears throat> um, yeah, Reagan, Reagan even won California. If you're New in York. Minnesota, are you kind of looking around yeah, not the a good next day, day going, yeah. well, it's wow. why the Vikings can't win? Why are win. we so different? It's why the Vikings yeah. can't win. I'm, I'm begging them to get out of there. Right. Yeah. That's our only hope. <laughs> right. You need to take Go that. down to Iowa. Somewhere. Tried to move in Birmingham one time. Because really, Bubba, you're not pulling for the state of Minnesota. It was you're be pu- a great deal. You're pulling for a uniform and a mascot. Yeah, Let's but just I mean, I, I like the state. Yeah. I just you I wish don't they like wasn't Minnesota. A, I wish they wasn't so liberal. Right. You know what do you like about? I Minnesota? mean, they're really liberal. We yeah. talk about California. They're yeah. really liberal. Yeah. You don't like Minnesota? Well, I mean, I know some people from there. They're nice. Who? Well, I, I who's nice from Minnesota? <laughs> Name one nice person. I want to know you know in Minnesota. I'll tell you. I'll tell you no, I'm just kidding. Bob's got a lot of people up there in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to call them. He out. knew now, a few, but they look, all died some, from snake bite. Some of their friends, <laughs> some of their friends, may not know they're from Minnesota. Don't want anybody to know. Right. Good point. <laughs> he said he thought all the people he knew in Minnesota died of snake bite. Right time, Bob said he knew several people that died of snake bite. That's so good. Several people. <laughs> look, even Bob knows that's good. <laughs> Rick, they were all in Minnesota. I don't know why. <laughs> I like this segment has got off track here a little bit. Greg, we're supposed to be making fun of Mondale, yeah. even though he died. Yeah. Yeah. What leave me out of that. Okay. Greg, what if all of a sudden through this door walked the number of people that Bubba knew from Minnesota <laughs> and then followed by the number of people he knows that died of snake bites? What's well, the bigger, no, that's the bigger, bigger story. What's the bigger number? Well, according to him, the snake bites. <laughs> <laughs> the word's several. <laughs>
Rick, I know several people. <laughs> we were like, yeah. several? <laughs> I don't know that several people dive a snake bite in, in normal. Just yeah, in the whole just country. Whole. Right. <laughs> I don't know several people that have been bitten by snakes. I, don't, I know several people that haven't it. even seen a snake. Except in a zoo. Yeah, except in a zoo and in pictures. Look, I was looking at the phone. Sure, they See what's on the old board here. <laughs> It's terrible when you realize you've been somehow Walter Mondale's I, yeah. been moved and you've yeah. been replaced. <laughs> if you'd have kept your mouth shut about Minnesota, you'd have been fine. We said yeah. Walter Mondale here a minute ago. We didn't say. Well, Bible. you know what? He's dead. All right, let him up. Rick, 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 Rick let him up. How old was he? I know these old liberals. Ninety-three. They live forever. Yeah, he was ninety-three. Wow, 93. Drop old age. <laughs> Wally and the what? What? What in the world? Who was his running mate? Yeah. Who? Oh, wait. Wally and the Beaver. Oh, no. It, uh, what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> For, uh, Geraldine was, Ferraro. Was, guys, guys. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. There was a show, no. Wally and the Beaver. No, I know well, that, but I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> it was, Greg, but that's what they would say. You don't think Eddie Haskell would say back. Wally and the Beaver? Now you look back at it. I think it was Leave It to Beaver, wasn't it? It was. I just yeah. explained that. Yeah. 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 I love that show. Ah, oh, cut it out, Wally. Put out take a poke at you. Quick, give me the business. Quick, give me the business, Wally. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Eddie Haskell, one of the greatest characters ever. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we all know an Eddie Haskell. Oh. I have a son named Eddie Haskell. <laughs> yeah. Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number lines are available you can reach us we'd love to talk with you let's go let's start uh with grant out of auburn alabama at the end of 30 seconds so we'll buzz grant unless helmsy or bubba give him a timeout. Uh, that means that if you're getting in the line right now with 10 lines available here at the plaza it's easier to get in uh, and then you get put on hold, and the fact that we're doing this, and we're we're buzzing you at thirty seconds, we move the line kind of quickly. So even if you're standing in line, your chances of being on are very high, especially if you have a great topic. Grant in Auburn, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, how y'all doing? Sorry, first time on the show. A little bit uh, excited about it. Well, Most thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate we're it. good here. We hope you're good. Absolutely. Steady, steady. She goes. So, uh, Grant. I was calling in because my wife knows someone that is transgender from high school and we even had them over this past weekend and they don't agree with the uh male transgenders playing in the female sports either and they are transgender yeah it doesn't even because it violates something that is just logical common sense and even if this is something that you you know think is going on in your own life even as you said someone who is transgender can see the problem uh with allowing this so yeah who are the people that are for it other than the athletes that want to dominate, I guess, women's sport. Uh, thanks for that, Grant. Appreciate that. Let's go to Sawyer out of Newmarket. Uh, Sawyer, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, man. How y'all doing? We're, We're good, great. Sawyer. How you doing? Pretty good. I just want to say I'm a long-time listener, first of all. Thank you. And I have I have kind of a broad question. You know, undoubtedly, in today's events, there's probably more, from a talk show standpoint, there's probably more to talk about than there ever has been. I want to know, is it more of a strain or more of a good thing for y'all as far as trying to keep up with it? And I also want to say I'll do a very good job of not making it the only thing y'all talk about. Uh, I think uh, it, it, it's difficult to find a fun zone. You know, we, we like to report on things and we like to, 
you know, the the show's percentage on light heartedness, we would probably like to see it be a little yeah. a little higher than it is. Um, so I would I would say it's it's difficult to keep up. It's it's like I think the hard part, Bubba. Tell me if you agree, and I know Speedy and, and Adler and and the guys would agree because they they face this even more than you and I do in our position here. Is that it's a fire hose of information, but very little of it is correct. And trying to discern what the truth is and what what is really being reported accurately, I think, is a terrible strain. I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's because uh, journalism is yeah, horrible. Yeah, the, the, it's it's so all over the road. But I, I think, just me personally, um, uh, you know, I think one of the things that has it's kind of a two edged sword, and we've talked about this before. I think one of the things that have kept us doing this show as long as we have is the fact that we cover a lot of different genres. If we were just a news talk show, if we were just a sports show, if we only did spiritual issues, if we only did A, B, or C, I think that uh, you know you, your wear and tear and the monotonous of it would wear you down. I think the fact we do a lot of different things is what keeps us enjoying the show. I don't think that uh, broad uh, coverage has helped us in the radio industry because most of the time a station wants something that fits into a a genre. You know, we are a news talk station, so we want hard news talk. Or we are sports, we won't talk about that all the time. So I think it hurts us in that uh, aspect. I think for just me personally, um, the, the world seems like it's got a lot more serious and I wish we could be a little goofier on the show. I, you know, I'm a, a fan of the goofy part of it. Uh, the other is obviously important, and we enjoy doing it. But, um, you know, I could stand a click and a half to the goofy side if I just, just if it was just me and I was being brutally honest. But I, I don't mind where it is now. Yeah, and you got to generate that goofy side. You got to come yeah, up with things to right. talk about. That's you right. you, got, you actually have have things to say. You, you got to get out and have fun. And, and you can't just declare, to, "Hey, man, I want to do more right. lighthearted stuff." Okay, right. well then, what are we going to do? You got to bring it to the table. You got to bring yeah. it to the table. Uh, let's go to Melody in Birmingham. Melody, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. I just wanted to ask how um, what you guys think about the Navy footage that the DOD has admitted is ufos well yeah we did a we did a bit on that the other day we broke down some of some of it we think may just be aircraft that we're working on that um uh that is yet to be introduced to the public but uh, there's certainly some things that they have released that they never have been identified what it is yeah it's interesting and we don't know if they are explanations for this we don't know if it's uh you know, our military testing things foreign militaries testing thing or it might actually be something from uh, somewhere else. So we, we don't know. But it, I do like the fact we're more open talking about it. And coming in June, we're supposed to have a big uh, information dump uh, with all this stuff, thanks to uh, directive by President Trump. I will tell you this. Last night, Sherry and I sat out by the fire pit for hours with probably one of the best fires that we've made all year. It was probably one of Sherry's best fires. And we were hoping maybe we'd be revisited, right? And it right. didn't. Happen. Nothing happened. Yeah, and, but there's more things in the sky now than there used to be. Yeah. Too. So we sat there. Hey, we, there's things even flying around on Mars can, now. Can I tell you what was funny though? <laughs> can I tell you what was funny? A little throwback. There. And Sherry was kind of looking around. Is an uh, undoubtedly we had some deer that were walking up on us and didn't know we were there out of one of the little wooded areas, and they started blowing. And like that, and Sherry's like, "What is that?" And I said, "That's them saying they see us sitting over here by the fire, and they're yeah. telling everybody. They're telling another deer, hey, heads up." Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Tommy. Uh oh, 
in New York. Tommy, welcome. Did I just blow the lights off? You did. did. You, you did. did. Oh, that was weird. Tommy, go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, listen, I was moving to Homewood as of the first. Yeah. But that is not happening. Why? I need some uh, people at that apartment complex do not know they're from there. there. Uh, and for some reason, uh, my lease got deleted, and I need some information about neighborhoods that I should be looking in. I know Vesavia Hills is nice. I know Homewood is nice. Send us an well, email. Tommy, we were uh, we were excited about you moving down. Doggone it. Yeah. Now, you were trying to come down during tornado season. I didn't think that was very wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might want to give out a day. Tommy, just email us, and we'll send you some yeah. options. Buddy. I got a couple Yeah, of I didn't spots understand what, yeah, I got what, a couple spots. Okay, let me – can I ask you I didn't understand what he meant. His lease well, he was deleted. Want, yeah, they he messed did. up. <clears throat> yeah. He wasn't happy with her. He, he was doing. trying he to say – They didn't know their you-know-what from their you-know-what. Yeah, did you ever get too blocked? He was going to say they don't know their butt from the hole in the ground. He didn't know how to say it. He wanted to clean it up. Hole in the ground is not not bad. Well, enough. well, no, that's not the only part of that saying. Yeah, I think he was going to say the one that he said. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to say that. And when he tried to remember a way to say it, like <laughs> right. I just I did, you. it's like butt wouldn't come into his mind. <laughs> right, rear end, he, he just couldn't get right. it. Ten four. He just got two blocked. I've been there. Uh, Eric and Aniston. Oh, what are you talking about? Aniston, I'm king of it. Eric, go ahead. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey. hey. Bucky Grass and Green Acres, and I have a problem. I am a addict. I am 39 years old. I am a Rick and Bubba addict. Oh boy! I've listened to y'all since '95, uh, on and off, and then 11 years ago, I've listened to y'all for 11 years straight. If I don't get the show, I listen to the podcast, and instead of listening to music that I have tons of songs on my phone, I listen to the uh, the TuneIn app. My kids know. I- well, I'm trying to, Eric, what, that's, I mean, see, there's certain addictions that are not problematic, and this is one of them. Yeah. I mean, I hear people saying that they obsess over the show, but what all I can say is, well, thank you. Yeah, look, yeah. we all have that built into our personalities, our DNA, so focus your addictions on something positive. That's, I mean, don't, don't act like you can't have them because everybody does. Right. Just make them positive. Just make them positive. Uh, Treasures Randy. in Heaven, Rick and Bubba Show. Family, Randy, not in that order. Randy in Fell City, go ahead. Hey, I was just curious. You know, Mondale won Minnesota that year, right? Yes. And Ray, Reagan lost, but was it close? Who? Uh, I'd like to know how many boats Reagan got and how many boats Mondale got. You mean in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, was yeah, was, in Minnesota. was it even close to Minnesota? Probably uh, simple good. Pro- yeah, probably not. I wouldn't think, but I, I don't know. You know, usually I, I don't know. You know, I don't. This is a broad statement. Step out, but I, I mean, in my mind, most of the time, people win their home state, and that's why it was, Al Gore. That was why the Al election. Gore thing was such a big deal because if he had won yeah. Tennessee, he would have been president. Exactly. George W. Bush would not have. That's that's one reason that one was so ironic. Because most people win their home state, right? He may be the only one that had Well, know. the reason why he didn't win his home state is his home state also knows him better than the rest of us. That's us. a good point. Yeah. Top of the hour. If you're leaving us, remember the uh, the archives are available on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. If you got more Rick and Bubba live, then stick around. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Station that you heard sounded so lame. 
Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Seven minutes past. Thanks for being with us from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready to go. And we thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Busby. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for spending a little time with us called the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so you wanted to give a quick update. Last hour, if you're just joining us uh, and you you don't have a reference point, uh, last hour, as the show was happening live, somebody asked us, uh, we were reviewing uh, the earthly death of Walter Mondale, uh, and um, Mondale lost to 40, uh, he, he won the District of Columbia and Minnesota, 13 electoral college votes, uh, and, and I think Reagan had 513 or something. I don't remember, five, whatever it was. It was a blowout. 49 states went for Reagan, one for Mondale, and somebody asked, was the race in Minnesota even close? Ricky was extremely close. As a matter of fact, we went back and looked at it. Get these numbers. Mondale won his home state 49.72% to Reagan's 49.54%. Wow. So there was over a million votes cast in Minnesota. Mondale won by 3,761 votes. It was that close. Now get this, too. This is another little fact for you uh, uh, political political junkies. There's 87 counties in Minnesota. Mondale only won 20 of them. Hmm. He won the metro area. The countryside overwhelmingly went for Reagan. And uh, to that point... It is the only time in American history that one candidate has won the majority of county votes in in every state. So Reagan won the the table as far as the number of counties he carried, but not the actual popular vote, which turned into electoral votes. Well, it was definitely a wipeout in the electoral college. I think the popular vote, what was it, 60% to 40%, something like that? Mm. It, it was um, – uh, I can't I got, remember. Uh, and, and now I find myself wanting to know how he did in the District of Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> he probably lost that one pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I, I would have thought he lost Minnesota worse than he did. That was that shocking. Was, that was yeah. close, and that's uh, old Hubert Humphrey territory, you know. Well, it so. was it was a historic blowout, and, and from what you just said, I don't think we've ever had a presidential Ooh. election that lopsided. Well, we, we think about the country now and divided and red state, blue state. It, it would be, could you imagine any election now where somebody carried 49 states? And then the, no. the one state that was in play was 49 some odd percent to 49 some odd percent. I mean, hmm. that's, that's, hmm. That's, that's pretty much a walk. Isn't it? Well, it, it was the country and in, in, in mainly in agreement. <clears throat> All right, so are you following, you know, I don't know why we, we end up, these, these things keep happening on Wheel of Fortune. You know, mm-hmm. I, there's two game shows that I really uh, – there's always these Wheel of Fortune. Some, always. Somebody has some issue with the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And now this thing where they're, they're letting sports figures do Jeopardy and Joe Buck's now going to be the next person 
the host Jeopardy, uh, you know, and and that that's weird. Aaron Rodgers was hosting it for a while, and but anyway, on the on the Wheel of Fortune, the story today is that Pat, Pat Sajak, and how long has he been doing that puzzle? I mean, Gosh, forever, seventy four years old. So um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't hit me as that that old, does he? You? No, he's aged really well. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess I could too if I. All I had to do was work a few months out of the year and spin a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it makes our job look like we're getting after it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, so he, he, he only works a certain he amount of He gets them year. all done, and mm-hmm. he's, he's finished. Let me tell you something. You can take me all day long on that oh, schedule. think about that. So what, is, big there, what is their work schedule? I mean, there's been documentaries about it. Some of them are different. Like you three know, months out of the year I think may, maybe they shoot them all in three months. For the whole year. I think. I, I, may I, may be, I, I don't up. know that for a fact. <laughs> wow. Well, here's what I do know. They shoot them all at one time, and then they whatever's left, they have the rest of the year off. Now right. that that I know, I don't yeah. know the number, and that's with all game shows. Because mm-hmm. that's why some of them like you, you know, do multiple things. Yeah, you know, I, I see I, some of them, uh, some of the talk shows and things. I I've read stories where they do that. They'll shoot like one week out of the month, mm-hmm. you know, and then they come back next month and do. So um, when you look at the ones that take <clears> on the multiples, and by the way, I meant to bring this up to y'all on this note. We'll play this clip, but I meant to bring this up to y'all. I saw Ryan Seacrest up here on one of these screens. Was it yesterday? They did some kind of American Isle update. Man, he looks weird. What's happened to him? It's like it's it's falling apart for him like overnight or something. He doesn't what? look good. Okay. The pandemic had been good to him. He, well, he's you know he's been working with Cali for a while. I mean, too, right? it's his face and he he looked weird. That's 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 his. He hadn't he didn't look high energy like he normally does. Hmm. Listen to this. Well, it's, he's he's had to get up early to do that that's show. What I'm wondering. And, well, he's got a lot of shows. And you know yeah. he kept he kept kind of a a late night. To, and when you try to, con, you know, put those two together, it causes mm-hmm. a problem. No. We've seen that. No, no. It's like comedians doing morning shows. That's tough. No. Totally tough. Mm. It says here they shoot 35 shows a year, and they stretch them out over nine months. He said not exactly a grueling schedule. So for nine months, they got to get 35 shows. Okay, so he's so as long as, long as they get it done inside those nine months, so he can he can set it up any way they want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You only got to do so 35 shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you only got to do 35 shows during nine months. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think I'd go ahead and say, I'll tell you what, <laughs> six weeks, let's get this done. <laughs> now, I'd knock them out. <laughs> All right, so uh, so and uh, undoubtedly Pat Sajak accidentally gave away the answer, and, the none, of the, and none of the con- uh, the contestants, or a contestant, didn't pick it up. All right. It's one minute long. You? You yeah. or him? Ad. All right, here we go, Ad. Let's, let's, have, let's have a look. Yikes. Do you ever wish you turned those letters? Well, uh, I'm, I'd rather be standing here than there, frankly. <laughs> did you hear what you said? I, I did, right after I said it. I, I, don't, I wonder how many people at home caught it, but in setting up the thing, you know, there weren't many letters up there, and I said, I'd rather be here than there, quite frankly, which was the puzzle. Um, but it goes to show you that people are concentrating and, that, and they're not paying any attention to me. Uh, and, he, and, he, and he didn't get it, but uh, no, reason, no reason he should, just based on that. But right. it is, it's funny what your mind will, uh, yes. what, your brain, what your mouth will say, that your brain says you shouldn't do that. <laughs> anyway. Well, Greg, you've made a limit at that, haven't you? So he said, quite frankly, and that see, was I can't spell yeah. good yeah. enough to know that that's what so, it was. Oh, I would have never even. <laughs> Let's see if we would have called it. Yikes. No. Well, 
Uh, I'm, I'd rather be standing here than there, frankly. <laughs> did you hear oh, what well, he, he yeah. kind of mumbled quite he frankly. Did, he did. He kind of laughed through yeah. it. Yeah, that wasn't as clear as the story. Well, as many, as, as long as he's been doing this, and as many puzzles as they have done, it's amazing he hadn't done that more often. Oh, I know. Just out of, you know, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we don't watch Jeopardy. Do you mm-hmm. care at all that Joe Boat's going to do it now? Uh, I, mean, I know they're I know they're rotating in a lot of people uh, to Jeopardy. Um, I, you know, I just I don't I don't really follow Jeopardy that close. I, well, I can't. It makes me feel stupid. Uh, I, 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 but look, I'll tell you that I'll take it over Will of Fortune. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I boy, boy, that's a. I don't want to be in that situation. Well, it's it's a no win. Yeah. But, uh, at least you know, with Will of Fortune, I, you can talk out loud and kind of uh, guess through it. But spelling with, games? With Jeopardy? <laughs> with Jeopardy, you either know it or you don't. Rick, the spelling bee, I'll just go ahead and sit down. Here, go, here's no here's where I think that, uh. I, that I may agree with Bub on this. At least on Jeopardy, because they're all such incredible Brainiacs, yeah. They're, they're incredible yeah, brainiacs. Yeah. They don't do that silly shouting stuff that a lot of the shows do. Okay. Oh, come on, Jeopardy! Come on, Jeopardy! They don't do any of that. <laughs> and, 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 and that's one thing. I, I like having a bit of an oasis away from Rick, that. I just don't like spelling right, games. Go ahead and give them that Come on, come on, yeah. come on, come on. We got to get your big money. Mm. Yeah. Come on, I, I, I want to outside the puzzle. I'm not a good speller, and I don't like spelling games. No. No. You've no. no, gone almost gone into Orange Man bad. <laughs> well, it's the same person. <laughs> See, I, I much prefer... Uh, Family Feud or something, you know, because Steve's funny. He's real funny. Yeah, how Steve? I mean, I, look again. He's he's burning that candle, man. Woo. But here's one I don't get: Is he still doing his radio show? I think so. Steve, if you're gonna drop one, drop that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that alarm clock. That's an early call, mm-hmm. bro. I mean, he's got well, all you know, this. We I mean, does he him, need that money? When we had him on the show, we asked him. He said he's got a lot of kids. I know, but but <laughs> if you got that much going on and they make that much money, if you're gonna drop one, you drop that before the sun comes up. <laughs> well, Rick, at one time, <laughs> yeah, at one time he was doing the radio show. He had that. He had uh, what kids say the darndest thing. He was emceeing every pageant available. And see, I, mean, I finally it was finally too much. And then didn't he have a talk show too? Mm, yeah, yeah. Daytime. Well, how you do that? How you do? That? We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866, we be big. Is our number. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget, coming up this Thursday, back out on the road with themanchurch.com. First Baptist Church, Opelika, Alabama. Charles Billingsley, live in concert. I'll be there Thursday night. Charles and I have had a little fun doing these videos for the church back and forth. We'll have a blast Thursday night. Make plans to be with us uh, as they go into year two of the Men's Discipleship Strategy. It is a ticketed event. Only five bucks, though. You can get that by going to rickandbubba.com under events. Let them know that you are coming, and they will have tickets at the door as well. Uh, Sunday night, uh, Rainbow Presbyterian Church in Gadsden, Alabama, the home of Z93. They'll be kicking off uh, the Men's Discipleship Strategy for the men of their church and community, and I'll be doing their first man church on Sunday night. It's not ticketed. Anybody can come. All those details can be found at the O'Reilly Auto Parts Upcoming events, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service 
at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, listen, man, it made us very nervous when Alex Smith announced he would return to the NFL after his horrific, I mean, just make your skin crawl injury. Yeah, he had a had a real bad knee injury. Uh, many of you remember that. He was and ugly. He almost lost his leg over it. Mm-hmm. Um, he and, infected. And mm-hmm. he made, I think, one of the most tremendous comebacks in NFL history to come back and actually play again um, with the Redskins. And uh, so, but he has announced he is going to retire after 16 years in the NFL. And I, look, I'm. I'm glad he's getting out while he's all still in one piece, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was. It was a. It was. And a, he had a great run. I mean, he had he had a lot of success at Kansas City too. So mm-hmm. he's had a good, good, good run. It was very moving to see him get back, but it it really made me uncomfortable because I was so worried that 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 knee and leg was just not going to make it. I mean, I can't imagine what it would have been like to be his family and him go. I think I'm going to go back, and it was a great story. But I think he almost. It's, it's almost like like he had this awakening of. You know, what am I doing? I mean, yeah. I'm 16 years in now. Um, it'd be one thing if I was coming back and I was still pretty young. So he says, and I find this interesting because you don't know what to call the Redskins anymore. Mm-hmm. So here's his statement. So to everyone out there, whether you're a part of Niner Nation, the Chiefs Kingdom, or the Burgundy and Gold, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I thank you and to all the men who I've had the privilege of standing with and playing alongside. Thank you. I want to say thank you for believing in me and thank you for helping me believe in myself. So, And, uh, you know, the fact he was honored with Comeback Player of the Year in 2020 and, and was able to accomplish that, yeah. I think that's kind of what he was looking for. But, you know, 17 surgeries on one mm, leg yeah, I watched the and thing the stuff they had to do. Oh. And you know details oh. on didn't they have to take different parts? and Oh, and, his skin grafts. I mean, his leg looks like a shark chewed it up yeah he had bad they had to take all that out because he had bad infections and mm. it, was, it was just bad and, and he was talking about when he came back he and he's quoting the article says two years ago i was stuck in a wheelchair staring down at my mangled leg wondering if i would ever be able to walk again or play with the kids in the yard yeah um and he said on a routine play i almost lost everything but football wouldn't let me give it up because no it's not just a game. It's not just what happens between those white lines on Sunday afternoon. It's about the challenges and commitment they require. Yep. It's about how hard and how far you have to push yourself. Uh, it's beyond the bond of those 53 guys in the locker room and everyone else in the organization. It's about being fully committed, committing yourself to something bigger. To add to the significance of the procedures oh. and the surgeries, there's a documentary called Project 11, mm-hmm. and that's what Greg's talking Sorry, about. Yeah. Mm. His wife actually had to make the decision. Um, a doctor advised them to amputate his leg. Now, I want you to think about that a minute. And, I mean, what would you do? And she said, if it were me or if it were my husband, this is what I would do. And, it, and she was talking about amputating his leg. And she said, I, I just can't do that. I mean, they had to that. think mm. about the significance yeah. of that and mm. then making the decision to come back and play. And to Greg's point, uh, shark bite does – I mean, I mean his leg, it's, it is it's amazing. Rough, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that's the finished product. Yeah. You know, yes. That's yes. how it looks. Do y'all want to see the injury? No. 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 I got a gif. I've got a gif on loop if you guys want to. I'm not no. looking. No. I'm not I'm no, looking. No, we don't want to say it. No, this is this is remembering his comeback, not the injury. I'm looking down. Uh, I think I think I think I'd rather look at Chaz Bono. Yeah, yeah. I just noticed something about myself. I I kept screaming no with y'all 
but I kept glimpsing up, wanting to see, wanting to see I'm not looking. No. That's weird, isn't it? It is. I don't see that or Joe Theismann yes, either yes, one. No. 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 Let it rip. <laughs> Let me just say this. Uh, new. Let me new. How about new? How about new? It's got to be new. How about new? Adler Dink. Can I look up? Um, all right. So, new. on a related note, Bubba, the, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady says, "I'll be back ready for minicamp." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He had knee surgery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what all did he have done? Do I y'all don't know? know? It could just, have been nothing major. They didn't act like it was major. It may have been just uh, clean out some stuff. He's his old then, man's. Yeah. Yeah. Arthritis. He had old man knee. Yeah, it doesn't. You, How about new? <laughs> How about a knee? <laughs> when you look, you can't find anything that tells you what was wrong with his knee. I know. I'll be honest with you. I really. They compared it to Alex Smith. Last year was was shocking because the last time – I guess the last play I saw Tom Brady as a Patriot, he threw a pick six against the uh, Titans to lose that game at home. Yeah, that was his and, last play uh, as a Patriot. You know, I thought he's he's lost it. You know, he's lost a little velocity, yeah, not right. seeing the field. And man, he come back. I mean, that was that was just incredible. You yeah, got to give him props. So. And they've pretty much re-signed the whole team. So yeah, they ought to be. They're going to put. They're going to see if that same team can win it again. Yeah, tough in the NFL, but we'll <laughs> it see. Uh, it, Rick, they, they called it minor knee surgery. So okay. whatever. It's a little scope problem. Yeah. Uh, there's <clears> nothing <throat> in this story that. Unless this is it, this isn't what he has on, is it? I mean, Cincinnati Bengals revealed new uniforms, but I see no picture of the same. Well, that's a little frustrating. Is this it? It's pretty much the same helmet no, with a different Burrow color pattern yeah. uh, on the jersey. That shows him running off the field last year. He ain't run off yeah. the field this well, year. In the story, a little bit lo- down in the story, it has a um, well. Even a the tweet picture that's supposed to be the new ones doesn't look any different. It doesn't. See, that's what it I doesn't. Like, it's because frustrating. This story has no picture of the new uniform. Very frustrating. But you're saying even if I see the new uniform, I don't want to think about it. And I'm sure they've made some tweaks to it. But if you're not, if you're going to say, here's an article about a new uniform, it better look different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they have you a headline. Tweaked? Did they do that every year? Everybody does that. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals reveal new uniforms. Mm-hmm. But now, listen, if you're Cincinnati and you want to change things up, I got it. I hope that uh, the Buccaneers don't change theirs. I mean, when you win, you can't no, tamper with the it. Pewter no. Pirates. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> How about Tampa Bay's got a good-looking uniform? That is a good-looking yeah. uniform. There, there we go. So How about that, new? That's the new one? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a little different on the sleeve. A little. It's not new Y'all, enough. Y'all, that is, that is so minor, right I don't even know I would call that different. That's not new enough. You remember when they went to the Tiger Stripe helmet when we were kids? That yeah. was a major change. Yeah, it was. I remember I thought it was really ugly. Your phone calls are next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yeah, let's go. 35 minutes past the hour. Are you ready? Bring it in here. Bring it in here. There's a line available for you. Come on. A long distance, directory assistance. Eric, come on, 212. At the end of 30 seconds, the old buzzer sounds. Our time on the program comes to a close, then we move uh, to a different caller. But before we do, I do want to point you to simplysafebubba.com. Uh, how, how, how many more times have we got to talk about this Simply Safe Bubba system before you react? I mean, you got to react. Got to. Why do some people put this kind of stuff? I don't so, know. I mean, you, you know what it is? It's simple and it's safe. It is. It gets the job done. And let's face it, now more than ever, uh, you want to have a security system that you can depend on. You want to have one that's efficient. You want to have one that. Um, uh, that you don't get locked into some kind of contract that you think, well, can I ever get out of this? I mean, mm-hmm. am I ever allowed to leave this contract? 
Uh, with Simply Safe Bubble, you're not in a long term contract. There are no hidden fees. There's no installation cost. You put it up yourself in less than an hour, uh, and you get monitored twenty four seven for fifteen dollars a month. Mm, I and love you, that. And you no longer have, you know, hey, there's a certain area you of my do. house I'm not. I don't feel good about. I, I, I feel like, I, but it's not just break ins. Also, that you get, um, you can alert in case of a fire. Uh, you know, emergency, you need EMTs, whatever you need, this system will do it. Uh, so get yours right now, customize it exactly the way that you want. And if you go to simplysafebubba.com, we throw in a free security camera. Mm. There we go. Sim- simplysafebubba.com. Go ahead and make that move to that. Uh, to, the, to the phones <laughs> we me? go, uh, let's go to <laughs> Philip in Hickory, North Carolina. Hickory? Uh, Philip, welcome to the Rick and Bubba from hey guys, how's it going? Hickory. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey guys. So my name is uh, my name is Philip Reap, and uh, I'm actually some relation to John Reap. Are you really? Well, how That's about that? Um, yeah, Nervous. We, we love we John. My my Reaps are my Reaps, Reaps are from Hickory. But hey, I was just calling in. I was listening to the show from yesterday. Uh, I listen on the podcast, Thank and uh, I always listen the day after to obviously the day before. So I'm just getting to the part about the Flanagan guy uh, being the super fan or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I was uh, I was telling uh, Mr. Murdall that I I actually will sit in my office. I have an office in my house. Uh, I'm a contractor, and yeah. some days I'll sit in my office and come up with just stupid stuff that I have to do just so I can sit and catch up with the shows. <laughs> so you in, you, in, you make up you invent work. Well, I got to stay in my office. I got. <laughs> I oh, love man, it. I, I get so much. I get so much paperwork done. <laughs> paperwork done. Yeah. Uh, Man, it's uh, it's great. Hey, let me uh, let me ask I, you I love this. You guys. Thank you. Well, let sure. me ask you this. So, what time of day do you normally pick to say, "All right, I'm gonna, this is the area of time I usually like to listen"? Because if you're a podcast listener, you can really hear it anytime you want to. So, what do you choose? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I typically listen on my way to job sites in the morning. Okay. I'll, I'll pick up and I'll uh, I'll pick up with the Good Time Gang, which. I, no offense to Rick and Bubba, but the Good Time Gang that first hour is really my favorite part of the show because I get to listen to the guys that don't always get to talk a lot on the show. No offense, Crazy Rick. Yeah, and then usually by the time that hour's over, you realize why they're monitored for the rest of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's Absolutely. it for y'all. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that, and that'll do I've it. Actually, I've actually only been, been listening to you guys for about six months. Um, what? And Wait the way I found, I didn't even know the show existed until about six months ago, huh. and I started teaching the men's Sunday school at our church, yeah. and I was doing a Bible study on James, and uh, needless to say, your Bible study on James got stole, stolen and, and used for like three weeks of well, Sunday school. Well, I, I stole, hey, look, I stole <laughs> it from James out of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but, man. Uh, I, I love, oh. I, I love your, your Bible study content. I don't always get to listen to it. Um, on Wednesdays or anything, but I, I, you know, I do fill in and I try my best to listen to everything. Uh, I could probably listen to the, the Rick and Bubba university podcast a little bit more, but, um, well, yeah, so I, so you came. You, have great yeah, content. you came through the show just by grabbing the content on the study of James. That took you to the show. That took you to the kickoff hour. And now that's got you on the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's good. Cool. Rick and Bubba. That's how it sucker. works. Well, thank um, you, man. I appreciate that I, very much. I told my wife we just bought a new grill. I told my wife I want a spatula. There you go. Hey, you got to get it right now. RickandBubba.com. Click on store. That's a good spatula too. It ain't one of them Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Love you too, man. Thanks for that. Uh, let's continue. Uh, Todd. Yeah, Todd. Hey, yeah, Todd. Todd. Yeah, we're going to have a talk. In Missouri. Todd, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so I'm a lifelong Cardinal fan, being from Missouri, and my dad used to really get hurt by Joe Buck, his popularity, and he used to always say, 
that if it wasn't for his dad, the only way the Cardinals would have let him in Bush Stadium is to sell beer and popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> not a Joe Buck fan. So is, your, is your dad still living? He's not, but he's uh. had other words of wisdom. And one other I'd like to share is uh, there's a lot of nuts in this world, but they're not all on trees. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. That's uh, true. I would have loved to hung out with your dad. I think <laughs> I did. He sounds like my dad. Uh, we continue to yeah, South- I think Joe Buck does a bad job. No, I like Joe. No, I, yeah. I do too. Well, I just love the fact that his ornery dad, right, who was a, a you know a purist oh, when he came to Cardinals, he didn't like it at all. <laughs> uh, Matt in South Carolina. Matt, go ahead. Hey guys, a long time listener, first time caller. Hope everybody's doing good. Thank I, you, sir. I to talk about. Want to talk about Tom Brady? I read an article this morning. I don't know if you guys saw it. That there's doctors or scientists. Of course, we know how science goes. But anyway, they say that the person that's going to live to 150 years old is living currently. They believe there's a person that is going to make it to 150. And my money's on Tom Brady. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, well, you know what? If you got a bet. I'll <laughs> seek your Tom Brady with one Keith Richards. <laughs> How about this? Because he's uh, overcome more. Yeah. I think about that. Shows Dude. he's got more some kind of super element. That's mm-hmm. true. These people that live to be 110 or whatever, you see them. Now, picture one at 150. That guy, we ain't gonna have one. Tough to look at. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Well, they'd have to. They'd have to make it better to reach mm-hmm. that far. I think. Rick, uh, I think we had, if I wasn't mistaken, this week or last week, we had the oldest yep. living American pass away. I think she was 116. Yep. Wow. Did you see that? Wow. Watch that elderly lady eat fried chicken right. or run a mile. <laughs> Which one, Rick? <laughs> well, I could do a mile. Uh, the the, the, the <laughs> miles no problem. Yeah, the because I'm not gonna see you the whole mile. No, the the yeah, that that's gonna go by slow, but not near as slow as that. Yeah. And uh, and so and you got to be real close. Yeah, and, yeah. But in honest, in all honesty, <laughs> I can hear it. I think I would be okay until she went to the mashed potatoes. That's my. Oh, Rick! Oh, you are all you over that. 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 No, I'm out, Rick. I'm out. <laughs> I wish I could transport out of here I, right I, now. This would be me. This would be me. Like, I'm I'm going with the fried chicken. I don't really want to run. Oh, there's mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. Oh, he sees you. High knees. <laughs> I'm going. And I'm. <laughs> Y'all are awful. Somebody start the timer. <laughs> Y'all are awful. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a restaurant and you had to position yourself where you couldn't watch. <laughs> I, look, it's on me. It's on me. It's on me. It had to block you. Yeah, it could. I do, do whatever it. needs to be done. But, if, some, but if something nothing doesn't need to be done, then I, I'll go the other way. You know? Mashed potatoes are rough. Ooh. Get away from uh, it. I won't, don't even get me started on pudding. <laughs> oh, Rick. Rick. Stop mm. it. <laughs> I wish I could transport. Out of here. I was trying to leave. Perry. Z93. Perry, go ahead. Hi, bud. Hey. So, rumor has it the NCAA is going to start a new sports show called the uh, TGSN, the Transgender Sports Network. So I'm going to use the Shark Tank phrase for those reasons for watching it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Well, I'm I mean, out. it's the only way you're going to make this work. Letting transgender uh, biological males who say they're women compete, that's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think you've already said it, Bub, and others have too. You're going to come down to there'll be men's sport and transgender sports, and then women's sport will be struggling. You know, I you know I'm thinking the I, I just hopefully everybody's gonna be kinder than that mm-hmm. uh, and nicer than that. David, go ahead. David, hey, how y'all doing today? Great, good. good. 
Well, my aunt is 97, uh, will be 98 uh, come this summer, and she said the only advice she always gives me is don't buy no green bananas at her age. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, Meridian, Mississippi, uh, uh, listen to the buzz. Brian, go ahead. I am out wall to wall in treetop call. Yes, you, you are, are, baby. We got you loud and clear on the buzz. Look, man, these people calling in about being super fans. I listen to more Rick and Bubba on accident than they do on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a pro. That's a great line. I mean, I get up early. I get up about 3 o'clock every morning and start my day, and I'm tuning in all the way till 5. I hear you. best of and Rick and Bubba till 10, and then I'm on their best of until about 10.30 till about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm on the if I'm on the lawnmower, I'm Rick and Bubba. If I'm in the garden, I'm Rick and Bubba. I mean, shoot, if I'm in the deer stand, I'm Rick and Bubba. Watch if I'm, out. The book, I'm on the podcast or I'm on the uh, tune in or I'm Rick and Bubba University. And, you know, I don't need no free stuff from the Rick and Bubba store because, daggum, I got everything in there. And I'm probably going to drop a couple bills on this new stuff. So. <laughs> hey, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Brian Listener of the Week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy, we need a lot of those. Oh, gosh, that's great, brother. Hey, y'all, stay in. You too, brother. You stay have it. I like it. That's impressive. You know, if you think about it, the TuneIn app is for the Rick and Bubba addict. You got, oh, yeah. It's just always going. Let it roll in the background. It's just always going. You got to have that part of your arsenal. Yep. 15 minutes to the top. Anything we missed. How about we get a grizzly mauling? Well, they'll maul you, won't they? Bubba, it's taking somebody out. Yeah. One of the backcountry guides, too. It's somebody knew what they were doing. That's a big opponent. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, headlines that we missed. And have not covered. Bubba, you do not like the, the headline, Grizzly Mauling. Oh, Rick. And if a big grizzly gets you, it is a mauling. Rick, a Montana backcountry guide has died after he was mauled by a large grizzly bear that was probably defending a nearby moose carcass just outside mm. Yellowstone National Park, according Leave to officials. Leave him alone. The moose is there. Mm. His name is Charles Carl Mock, mm. 40 who lived in the Park Gateway community of West Yellowstone. He died Saturday, two days after he was attacked while fishing alone in a forested area along the Madison River several miles north of West Yellowstone. Oh, he's just out there fishing. He ain't even trying to cause trouble. It. The male bear was later shot and killed when it charged wildlife workers investigating the attack. How about when you go out there and you're investigating the attack and he Mm. comes after you? Mm. The moose carcass was found about 50 yards from the site of the attack, according to Montana Fish and Wildlife. I mean, you can't even fish Mm. in Yellowstone. Mm. You won't be getting near that moose. No, and that's the problem. See, I'm very intrigued with Yellowstone and Montana, and I had a chance to even go this spring, but it didn't work out, and we're doing something else. But but there is no perfect scenario. I mean, you go to these this beautiful place, and people tell me it is one of the most beautiful places that you can ever see. Okay, and I'm for that. But I mean, you got to deal with grizzlies. 
I mean, there's, just, there's just no place you go where you go. I tell you right here, you got you got everything. There's no the, no issue. How about the guy is a backcountry guide? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Does that mean you think he he thought he knew the area too well and didn't he wasn't properly armed for this? It says the man suffered significant scalp and facial wounds. Hello. Although he managed to call nine one one after the attack and was found by searchers uh, who were looking for him about uh, for fifty minutes. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Big bear. Rick, have you seen Yellowstone on Smithsonian Channel? It was a yeah. I tried to watch it. Oh, on Smithsonian. Uh, no, 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 I'm not talking about that's not Paramount. The that the, like oh, the series no. is on. I'm nah. talking about just Ariel Smith, uh, like Ariel Yellowstone. Yeah, or I have, whatever. It's I have called. seen that. Yeah. That's that's pretty. That's cool. fantastic. How about yeah, the wolf yeah. packs? Uh, yeah, it's true. Ooh. There's a lot of problems in there. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, I had someone just tell me recently said they went there and said it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And and Didn't I they go on a camper. Yeah, and I know that you know they actually went. Because they said, I, you know, I don't know that winter is the thing. They said, but if you go in the winter, they have you so outfitted that you're you're really toasty warm, and they put you on what Bub and I got to do in Colorado, which was really one of the more fun things I've ever done, is ride those snowmobiles. Except mm-hmm. down that giant hill, right? And they do the snowmobiles, which we all thought we were going to die on. But but how about this? They called it the toilet bowl. Greg. Oh boy, it was oh. that was a tough one. I mean, Greg. We were straight going straight. Down. At one point, the snowmobile is coming off yeah. the snow. Is this one of those things? You, things and I got where, kids. Where you go, I'm not qualified to do this. Why, well, why am I doing it's this? It's one of those things, Greg, you had to say, if the guide is telling me to do it, it must be okay. Exactly. People must do it every day. Right. But, you, but it didn't was, feel like it. But it got, yeah. yeah, I wish it had found a little more gentle place to go down the mountain on. Yeah. yeah. But it was wild. Well, the Continental Divide, man. But anyway, so he he said, though, they, they're sitting on the, on the uh, snowmobiles. And the guy comes back and says, hey, we got a – he called the name of the herd of buffalo up here, and they're not going to move. So we're going to go through it. Just don't engage them. Just mm-hmm. just keep moving and, and be careful. And, and he shot footage of him going by and those buffalo looking at him, and mm-hmm. he said, there's a big male out here. Just just keep moving. Oh, but we wow. got if we don't go, we're going to get stuck out here at dark, and we don't want that. Mm, wow. But he says they put you in, out, in the cold. They put you <laughs> in these outfits that are so warm, and even the – the handlebars have heaters in them to oh, keep your wow. hands warm. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah. So, oh, so I don't know. Uh, speaking out in the outdoors, uh, have you seen this one? A swordfish weighing 436 pounds mm-hmm. uh, reeled in by a Stewart, Florida woman, Jennifer Cameron, said the buoy was underwater for 20 minutes. That's Ooh. how strong that fish was. The buoy underwater for 20 minutes. Bring it up. Bring it up. And um, – she said she wasn't feeling that good, uh, good that day after she'd received her second Moderna vaccine. I see y'all think I'm doing a joke. That's really <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> really says that. Rick. But we needed to catch fish, so I went along, and uh, I could feel— Look at that thing. I well, could, that's a big one. I could feel my fever, went in the cabin, and I wrapped up in a blanket and slept on the boat ride all the way back to the marina. Well, I bet. Mm, look I at bet. that. 436 pounds. That's oh. one when you mount him on the wall, you're afraid the wall's going to fall in. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, you to re- find it, get yeah. a stud finder out there. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to reinforce well, it. You, really, you can't just hang that one anyway. No. Nope. Uh, awkward moment for uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter protesters. Uh, they were kneeling and doing a rally for a victim that was shot by police. Until they found out it was someone who was white, then they awkwardly oh. got up and left. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah. let's not waste the protest on oh, a white yeah. person. The police killed. just shot some white guy. Let's oh, go he's in. white. He's, he's good. good. Let's go. So uh, <laughs> they they didn't have all the information. Mm-hmm. They were they were certain that he the, resisted. It's on him. I tell you one thing. It's a racist that they assumed that a carjacker was black. That's right. Mm-hmm. That tur- is, that's a great point. The, it yeah. turns out the carjacker was white. He fired on police. 
So his actions got him killed. Exactly. And, uh, and so they, uh, they thought it was someone who was black, and they were ready to protest, I guess not even caring what the facts were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they found out the carjacker was white, they got up and left. Yeah, and the, and the, the video we're showing, for those of you who can see it, is, is that they quickly took a knee Guys, and, yeah. and started, started So honestly, when they found out he was white, they got up and left. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's not an ounce of sincerity out there. No. no. Not an ounce. And if you don't believe that, they didn't even know, so – so they uh, they got up and left. Um, now keep in mind they're not leaving because the carjacker first of all was carjacking and fired on police, and that's what got him shot. Right. Yeah. That's right. not why they're leaving. No, they're no. leaving. They were just, good with that. Yeah, they're just leaving because he's white. Yeah. If a black person had been carjacking a car and fired on police, they would say the police did the wrong thing. Exactly. Uh, on that note, uh, the Derek uh, is it Chauvin? Chauvin. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we have yeah. a uh, um, a. Um, a def- defense witness, uh, and you got you got to hate if you were a defense witness in the Derek Chauvin trial, and then you bought the house of the person who used to be there because it wasn't their house anymore. Mm-hmm. It's their former house. So these people that live there have nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they got? A bloody pig's head uh, mm. uh, right there on their okay. on, on their porch. Uh, their home was vandalized with a pig's head and blood smears <laughs> uh, because they thought the, def- uh, the the defense witness in the Derek Chauvin trial still lived there, and they did. Well, and, and again, see, they've given another ground for uh, an appeal process or a dismissal because uh-huh. they can claim uh, witness intimidation. Yep. So, you know, they, they probably tried to get it moved <clears throat> to begin with and wasn't allowed to. So now they'll go back on appeal and say, see, this, this should have been moved. Well, you mentioned it earlier in the program. Uh, they're now saying that uh, Maxine Waters also uh, may have given them grounds for a, uh, a mistrial. Yes, she uh, is. Uh, she's going to be in a little bit of trouble, I think, at Congress too, uh, for trying to incite uh, violence in all of this. And well, she's done this before and, and gotten away with it. And think about oh, this sure too: has. she's not even in her home state; she's in Minnesota protesting. And the judge even said yesterday that her her comments uh, are going to be grounds for an appeal. Well, Pelosi Although was asked he, yesterday about it. And she said she didn't do anything wrong. Well, and, did y'all see where she requested police protection oh, while yeah. she was there? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She, in, we in, and out, in and out. I need security there and, and out. But the uh, you know the the thing is, I mean, in, in both of these cases, they're they're hurting their own cause by doing this. Um, which you know, if you just let the system work, and I think you're gonna you're gonna get what you want, but it, you're not helping the process. No, uh, and so uh, they they the judge said, as Bubba mentioned earlier, and and we're talking about again that. The Maxine Waters' comments about inciting violence uh, have given the defense, may have given the defense grounds for an appeal. So uh, who would have thought, once again, that the emotional worldview wouldn't think things through? Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.